I don't think he's here to say thanks. Live at the studio of Worldwide Sports Radio. They are gladiators. They are warriors. You, you, you are listening to Behind the Barricade. From the studios of Worldwide Sports Radio Network, you are listening to Behind the Barricade. Anthony Carragher here alongside Rodney Harris, Chris DeCarlis, and uh, we're missing Kaylin today because she's still recovering yeah, from last night. If you, if you don't know, if you lived under a rock, Kaylin's all of Kaylin's dreams have come true, and she's going. You want to see a grown woman fall on the floor, faint and fall on the yeah. floor? That's what we saw last night. That's well, what happened. Jam-packed show today, as we have a lot to go over as. The wrestling world last night flat out exploded all put, over the place. Put on its ear. Yes, uh, it felt like it felt like a very '90s feel in the room as you know John Moxley came out and returned to something other than WWE and good just, old JR on the uh, commentator. Like how many times did I have to say it last night? I was like, it's 2019. Chris Jericho's main event to get pay per view, and JR is on commentary. Like it's just. It was awesome, I thought. Yeah, no, I had a great time. And, I mean, for those of you who know, I'm the one who sit here and say, it's Deezer and Company. And I kept saying, until they had their first match, until they had their first production, I will hold everything aside. They had a show. I thoroughly enjoyed the show, and we'll get into the show. But if you want to be a part of the conversation today, which is a big conversation, call in 631-676-2968 is the number to call to get involved with the show. 631-676-2968 is the number to call to get involved in the show. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, last night, 7 o'clock, they had the buy-in, which was kind of cool. You know, yeah. went along with the whole pay-per-view. Uh, as we saw... The Battle Royal, and the winner of that was the uh, Casino Battle Royale. Over the budget Battle Royal, as we saw Hangman go ahead and win that, uh, that, and go ahead and move on to have a title shot. And I want to, I know, I know you're heated. I, I, you came in this room a ball. Well, let's let's get into the how. Well, that yeah, the buy-in was before um, they made their little. Introduction to the uh, the new company, and then the pay per view started. So, you want to get into the comments, or you want to get into the actual? Yeah, I, Rodney. Rodney's I, got something yeah, to Rodney, say. So, take over. let I him know, go. You came in just a ball of emotion look, coming into here. Look, at, at some point, you gotta start just embracing what you have as a wrestling fan. The from the comments to the the hate to the nitpicking to but look. I said this weeks ago. You're not going to 
you can't judge this company based off of one show. You got to judge it based off of what comes down the road and what they can come out every single week and produce and what they can do every year after year after year. You, you're not going to do this and you're not going to sit there and just flat out bash a company just because they're new and you're so used to what you've been getting. Cheap shot. And if anybody wants to throw shots, the unnecessary shots that everyone's talking about should be from the WWE fans that keep throwing shots at AEW. Well, that and how about at the Hall of Fame? And on top of all of that, I don't mind shots being thrown. This is the wrestling business. I, Last time I, I, checked, I totally agree with you. Shots have been thrown since the 80s. Yes. Ne- okay? Yeah, I agree with you. Necessary or unnecessary, this is pro wrestling. If you guys haven't woken up and it's figured it out yet. part of the shtick. This is what goes on. And this is what you loved year after year after year. But since Cody Rose did it and he's a former WWE superstar. Well, it also goes oh, back. Now we Rodney, can't do it, it. it also goes back to the first salvo was thrown at, at the uh, Hall of Fame. You have Billy Gunn up there who has a right to go work wherever he needs to work to feed his family. And Triple H with his little corpse start, kind of started it. Now, you could tell that Cody Rhodes' uh, emotion is deeply embedded. Yeah. And that was years in, in the making, right? I guess, you know, it's common knowledge. They didn't like the way they used his father back in the day when he was dressed up in the, po- in the polka dots and all that other stuff. So what you saw was, I, I would have to say, raw emotion that came out. If you saw the picture between um, Moxley and Cody Rhodes after that they tweeted out, they both got the middle fingers up. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of emotion. There's built a lot up of emotion behind built up. some of these guys yes. that walked out of that company. Yes, that company you guys know what I'm talking about. And I will, you know, I will. Anyone that thought that Moxley wasn't going AEW, I mean, it was pretty set in stone from the beginning. He was a Dusty guy. Dusty was the one that. Uh, that vouched for him, Rollins, and Reigns to go up. He was one of those guys, and, you know, it's no surprise to me that he showed up. No, I mean, you got valid points. I just don't think the shots were were necessary. Now, you're right. It's a wrestling business. Shots have been thrown since the 80s, the 70s. Totally get it. But if you come into a company, if you're coming into the business and you're saying, like, Competition. We don't care about competition. We just want to be another alternative. Everybody says they don't care about competition. But that's why everyone says. So don't even bring that up. That's irrelevant. But focus on your company. Focus. They are focused. Yes, the focus was very clear. You guys, you guys need to focus. The final salvo was focus is direct. At about midnight, the final salvo was thrown. It's direct. I don't know how much more focus you can get. It's four K. It's five K. It's fucking clear. The biggest. It's It's full. Out. The biggest <laughs> fu that you could show WWE is obviously have John Moxley there. Cody Rhodes destroying That's the chair enough. is that really there? But it doesn't need enough, to be. But, but did that tickle your balls where you were like, "Whoa, AEW"? It son, damn but, sure did for me oh, because I, I watched know. a grown ass man yeah. that owns a, that is a COO of a company sit here throw cheap shots for no reason at a Hall of Fame induction. Come on, with his supposed buddy. But nobody said nothing about with that. With his supposed buddy, he's supposed to be friends with Billy Gunn, and you're inducting the man into the Hall of Fame, and you got nothing better to do than throw shots at where, where he works. And then on top, Plus, of, I'm not there every day. I don't know what happened between him and Cody. What yeah. beef they got going? But on apparently the that beef is big. On top of that, he turned uh, in the opening of the show. They joked around the the amount of attendance uh, before the show. They they bashed on Bailey. What I loved, what I loved like, about it. I don't it agree all, with bashing it, on Bailey. It was all Cody. It was Cody. 
It 100%. was nobody else. You can you can't sit there and I'm cool with that. Yeah. If it's direct from him, he's got a, that's cool. And he's got a bone to pick. He's a and wrestling. That's fine. You know, I didn't see nobody else doing those I, shots. You know, the point is when he mentioned there's more than one royal family, whatever he said. A lot of people will attach a lot of the success back to Dusty Rhodes. Ba- Dusty Rhodes was a part of that back in the 70s, back in the 80s. All the work he did with the young talent from the mid-2000s on. You know, when, when Dusty took over <clears throat> that failing ECW experiment and, and, he, and, and he embraced Kofi Kingston, he embraced The Miz, right? And they give him cre- the same credit that Ambrose, Rollins, and Reigns give him. So, you know... Listen, I got no problem with it. Look, the way I the way I see it is for those who deem it unnecessary, you can you can call it unnecessary if you want. At the end of the day, I've seen mad I've seen worse shots than that. I've seen yeah. I've seen Shane Douglas basically go out and disrespect every older generation superstar in NWA flat out straight to their face. You know what before we I, get to the caller, you know what kills me? When CM Punk was on a raw stage ripping the whole company all these WWE fans loved it, and he still worked for the company. That's because he's ripped with the company. But it doesn't matter, but he <laughs> ripped everything. He basically said everything that Cody Rhodes is saying. Now, listen, listen. I, I'm, not tr- I'm not sitting here trying to bash AEW because I thoroughly enjoyed the show last night. I said it to you guys. I said, wow, that was actually a decent show. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just thought the, the shots were, were too blatantly obvious, and it was kind of like... Come on, focus on what you need to do why, first. Why do we gotta they, hide? I think they did. Why do you gotta hide? I, I think they did focus on it. Those matches were windows. Those matches were fantastic. Exactly. The matches were fantastic. I thought that on a whole, the pay per view for the first time out was fantastic. Look, you're a grown man. If you want to throw shots, throw shots. Make throw shots. Exactly. You better if you're gonna throw a don't, shot. Don't, you better well, make a hit. Don't well, beat around the bush. I'll tell you right now, Cody Rhodes definitely went, you know, double or nothing, pun intended, because afterwards he came out and said, I think uh, I burned a bridge. In. He was He's all, all in. in. He's all in. Double or nothing. Whatever innuendo you all can right. use. Who do we got? On the phone, calling in. What's your name? Where are you from? Go ahead, call in. What's your name? Where are you from? Kyle Bryan from Schenectady, New York. How are you doing, guys? Oh, Kyle, Kyle Bryan. What's up? How we doing, guys? We're good, I you? AEW last night. Yeah, we all got together and watched it. Now, here's the thing. They made a lot of mistakes last night that said, yep, they're a brand new company fresh out the box, and if they don't fix them when they move to weekly episodic television, as they like to say on Raw, it could be a long road for AEW. Now, what mistakes are you talking about? I think, first of all, I give the show a solid B+. I think it was a great first attempt. I think the wrestling was great. I mean, I think we can all say that just the action in a ring was fantastic. First thing that I noticed, the presentation as an at-home viewer was not as good as a WWE product. I loved Jim Ross, but he looked lost the entire way through the show. Well, that didn't help with that third guy trying to jump all over Jim Ross. <laughs> the the three-man, we all know the three-man booth doesn't work. In football, three, yeah, I completely yeah. agree. The three-man booth is awful. Whoever that third guy was, Excalibur was great. If yes. If people cross, I think it's fantastic. But Jim Ross did not look good. It looked like the show was a little disorganized. They didn't know where they were going half the time. So I think there's some production issues. As a first show, yeah, I expect those kinks to be there. But if they don't get them worked out, because I know they have a couple of more shows planned before they move to TNT, 
that could be a long road. Um, if you look at it also in the fact that some of the, the characters seem like knockoffs, rather. I think it was great that they brought out guys like like, like, like Awesome Kong. That was an awesome debut. I think bringing back Bret Hart last night probably wasn't necessary, but it was a great pop for Bret Hart. And I think taking those shots at WWE, I think, was the one thing they shouldn't have done. They shouldn't have done that. They should have left it alone. Now, that's literally what we're debating right before you called in. Um, mm-hmm. Personally, I, I, I'm on your boat. I think, like, if they would have just came out and had the show and the show was good, it was a B-plus show. I completely agree with you on that. Um, agree with the three-man booth. I'm, I pretty much agree with everything you said. But the shots, I just felt like they were just in your face, and it was just like, all right. It, it felt like very little brotherish to me. You know what the shots make me want to do? They make me want to tune into Raw on Monday and see how they're going to react. He, that's a solid point. That is a solid point. And guess what? And I, I can guarantee you, you're not going to get anything right back. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, so. I don't think. So that's it. That's why I was cool with it. Yeah. Because you open, you have one guy opens his mouth about something that he has not no business opening his mouth about. But it's not. It's okay for him to do that. But it's not okay yeah, for well, somebody to respond. That's what I'm saying. Like, why is it okay for Triple H to do it at the Hall of Fame, and these guys cannot well, respond to it? Why? He, why is that alright? Because they have responded to it. They have responded to it plenty of times on a big stage. They talk. Uh, they talked about the belt, the twenty four seven belt, which they have every right to talk about. It's garbage. They've talked about Bailey. They talked about uh, WrestleMania and how they hinge their numbers. They have talked. They have talked trash leading up to the event, and then at the event, continued to, to throw shots. If, they, they weren't very subtle. They weren't very subtle shots. They, they were shots But this is what makes it entertaining. This is what may If you go back to the Wrestle Wars back in the day. They were all, ECW, WWE, WCW were all taking shots at each other, and guess what? It worked, and they were all successful. So Before that, in, in, before that in the South, they would do the same yes, thing. Yes, all the time. So it's, I'm not, I'm used to this. this yeah, is what, it's, if it's, you expect to me, this is different. Bit, the problem is, we, sorry, you, guys, nobody's, there hasn't been an alternative in 20 years, so you had no chance on a big stage for people to, to throw salvos out there. I mean, they did. But, have, but, we had a chance in 06 with TNA, but I, I think to your point, Chris. I think with with throwing shots, they want to be the alternative. Being the alternative, why are they even acknowledging WWE as a competitor? We're not WWE. We are going to go oh. after that older demographic who want more action in the wrestling, who in fact want more of that uh, itch, uh Fair, fair point. Fair point. But I, you know, if they continue, if if, if this becomes like a little kindergarten pissing match every week come October, then then we could, you know, then it might be, all right, you know, let's stop the baby stuff. But right now, for the first time out, that was years of bent up, you know, aggression. That now you got it out of your system. They got it out of your system. Well yeah. Move on. Move on. I just felt like they knew, they knew the audience that was tuning in. Yeah, they knew. Yeah, they knew course. the audience. Well, but that's was but, but my so that has to go to a little bit of smarts. They knew their audience who was tuning in. They knew all the eyeballs were on them. So listen, like I said, I, I got no problem then. with it. But you know, the fact that Triple H is going to get a pass for doing what he did at the Hall of Fame, I, I'm not buying it. Triple H, you, you know, if, if anyone should be above it, it should have been Triple H at the Hall of Fame. That wasn't the time and the place to start dogging Billy Gunn. H. I love him. You guys yeah. know I got love for Triple H. That's, but that's my guy. But I was like, you know what? I'm just I'm telling you right now, that's not going to sit well. I, I told you when we were watching the Hall of Fame, me and Anthony were watching it together. 
That's the end. You know that's not going to go over well. You know that, right? That's not going to go just underneath the wayside. Like no one's gonna, there will be a response, and the response will be heavy. One, one, one more question for, for Kyle. Uh, were you shocked with Moxley, or were you expecting? Oh, I was definitely expecting. I, I didn't know whether he was going to come out with the Battle Royal on the buy-in pre-show and be that last man in. Uh, or if he was going to come out, but I think at the end, but I think it's going to set up a great feud. I, I can't wait to see Moxley versus Omega. Yeah, sign me up for that. Oh, it's going to be a great match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Moxley Havoc, that would be solid. And a hardcore match, can you imagine? I'll tell you right now, a lot of WWE superstars are loving what they're doing. I mean, I just, you know, he looked refreshed. He looked like he was enjoying himself in the ring. And I think you're going to see huge things from John Moxley. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, hopefully, you can't get much worse than what he's Well, I mean, WWE. you know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, putting him in a, in a respirator mask—that was a good idea. Yeah, he was bane for a little. You while. You know, but um. All right, Kyle. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Guys. Thanks, bro. I'll be good. Easy. Kyle Bryan's calling in from Albany, New York. And who who is that dude? MJ what? Oh, uh, MJF. MJF. That was the Max best comment of the night. Friedman. When he Joe told Friedman. Bret Hart, watch out, someone's coming in the <laughs> ring for you. That was classic. Oh, that was funny. That was good. I like that. He was like he was like Enzo, but uh, but believable. He's believable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, can actually he wrestle. He was Enzo that I would actually be a fan of. He was a former champion at MLW. Um, yeah. Now, currently, well, granted, I can't guarantee his contract's up over there, but... Um, he was in yeah, NYWC, he, correct? He was in NYWC, CZW. He, he bounced around. He bounced around a lot. I remember first seeing him in NYWC. was my first NYWC event with Andrew, and Andrew was like, yo, watch this kid. He's going places. And Andrew's right. And he's been watching MJ um, since he was nothing. And now cutting a promo like the way he did on Double or Nothing was fantastic. It was a good job. I thought he did a good job, yeah. He was and entertaining. young kid. Yeah, I like heel it. Heel all the way. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Can never be a face. I, no. He is a face of a heel. He, he is a face, yeah. He can never be a face, and it just works. It works for it works for what they're going for. And that other dude I was impressed with, the Lucha... Uh, the, uh, Luchasaurus? Luchasaurus. That was a big dude. Yeah. Uh, that you know, mask was crazy. Yo, yeah. who was the guy we saw at uh, U.S. vs. the World? He was a Lucha guy. Lucha, Lucha Tiger? No, the Puma. Puma. It was Puma. Puma. He was pretty good. Yeah, he, I've seen Puma. He's a Lucha guy. He was Puma. That was that was cool. He was pretty good. All right, calling in. Frequent caller calling in from Mississippi. What's going on, Aaron? Hey, yo, what's going on, crew? What's I up, Aaron? alive again, dude. <laughs> Are you happy, Aaron? I'm so happy, Chris. I feel alive right now, man. Congratulations to All Elite Wrestling. Starting off strong with an impressive pay-per-view double or nothing. Yeah, no, it was like again. Totally agree. Again, I have foot and mouth. It was a good show. I, I thoroughly enjoyed for what I saw. No, but man, we got me invested in the pre-show. I mean, let's let's jump into that. The pre-show. Yeah, the the the, the battle royal. I think they did it right. I thought they did okay. I thought the battle royal was good. So I just hated Glacier. I just yeah right. Well, <laughs> yeah. where'd they dig him out? Glacier, <laughs> right? I thought that was a typo when I read it, and I'm <laughs> like, like, no, no it was right. him. They were just like, yo, you want to call us WCW? Well, here's Glacier. <laughs> well, we're going to get you all the WCW guys. But I just, I just hated the fact that Hangman won. Because that, 
because you had that you had that battle royale planned way before Pac couldn't come to the that states. That's true, but they had to, they had to go a route where it wouldn't. I would have sold the hangman injury. I agree with you here. I today we're gonna agree on something, and this is where we're gonna agree. I do feel that you should have sold the hangman knee injury a little bit more, said he cannot compete due to him not being able to compete and due to the situation what happened with Pac. We're going to insert him into that match for the title. He has a guaranteed spot yeah. for that match. I, granted. Because you could have pushed someone from that casino. Oh, thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, you could have pushed a Jimmy Havoc. made it a fatal forward. Well, we, we, thankfully. We, 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 there was no. a lot of people. There was, there was Jimmy Havoc. There's Sean Spears, my boy, Sean. <laughs> Tommy There's, Dreamer, uh, MJF. <laughs> oh, MJF. And, uh, there was a lot of talent. Yeah, he also called him Seabiscuit, too. That was uh, good. It wasn't was a little expected with the uh, Hangman Adam Page, but if you're going to have your first championship match for the new AEW uh, championship belt, what better way to get that first match? than Chris Jericho versus Hangman Adam Page? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm that's fine with me. I was cool. I was so yeah. happy that Kenny Omega took the L. Yeah. Because it, it, you can go eight different directions now with the whole lot. And well, I mean, he took the L because you're going to set up the Moxley match. Of course. But you know? I was happy that they went that route. That they went that route. Because yeah. we Jericho, were saying all night, all they can all keep just, getting the wins. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. see that. I'd rather see Cause we've Kenny, seen Moxley. Yeah, yeah. It been, exactly. It just fits better. Yeah, it's, it sets up for a main event because you could have your title match, but have, that doesn't have to be the main event. And it doesn't have to be at the next show. It can drag out. Yeah. Like, because he, he attacked everybody, if you really yeah. think about it. Well, let, me get into, let me get into the women's match for a second. Oh, because was I was talking to a friend of mine last night, and in words of an old WWE wrestler, he, he, he made this awesome pun where he said, there is some great big karma going on for WWE right now. <laughs> I get it. Because of, because of Awesome Kong, he used to be a karma for WWE. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's I like, a funny joke. That was a nice fucking pun. I mean, I, I, I tried to make a pun, a pun last night, but it didn't go over. I think you're going to see more from the women's division as they go. Oh, yeah. They're gonna yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I the mean, tag team, though. Let's yeah, go over the tag teams. Solid. Yeah, that's what both, I was going to say. That team was straight solid, my man. That was a great match. Shane Lucha Bros. Yeah, SoCal. Those dudes, you play, that match. I haven't heard a chant of tag team wrestling in a long yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> in a long You know, and Rodney time. knows, last year at this point, I wasn't a big fan of the Young Bucks. but No, he wasn't. And I, I came I've, into I've the room. I an open mind. And, and, I, and I wasn't either. Yeah, I know I you weren't. I sit here and talk so much trash about the Young Bucks. But I'm gonna. I mean, I'm, I'm taking saw, that all back. I saw them live. I got to meet one of them, and I said, "You know Who'd what? You it was Nick." I mean, even a best friend. But congratulations to them. They got me. They, they even got me hooked. Yeah, like, no, that was, was a good match too. That was like I, a good appetizer. That was like a good appetizer before the main course. What I liked about those tag team matches, Aaron, was there was action throughout. There wasn't any stalls. There wasn't any. It was just, yeah. you know. You didn't kill five minutes for a hot tag. No, no. Frankie Kazarian. I mean, and what was it? Scorpio. What's his name? Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky. Scorpio and Christopher Daniels. Sky. That match was great, too, I thought, as far as tag team goes. I mean, if you want to compare it to WWE real quick, obviously, I feel like AEW's tag division is head and shoulders better than <laughs> WWE's. But I do have to say, I feel like the, the women's division for AEW is, is lacking. Well, we haven't seen Allie. We haven't seen some of the other ones they signed. Like I said, I think that's going to get better as it goes. I know. I think it only, yeah. can only go up. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that four, that fatal four-way match was, was good. And I, and I will say this because you, you 
you compared the Young Bucks to the Rockers. When it, they came out. No, but no, no. Screamed that, Rockers. No, that is the Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express. The Rockers bit off of those two tag teams back in the day. Okay, so those was, were the originals. And when it's so many years out, it's not a. It's an homage. Yes. No, I yeah. wasn't saying they were biting no, I'm off. No, just saying. Just but, coming out, but the Rockers originally bit off of those two teams back in yes. the day. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, so Aaron. Uh, well, one thing I like the best thing. Give me a second. I have, yeah, I have so much. Like, I have so much to say about. I know you got. You know, I know you got other people. So I'm gonna try. No, go ahead. Get all my main points out there. So, like the difference between Money in the Bank and Double Nothing, right? The, uh, I'll, I'll give WWE credit where it's due. They had a they had a pretty solid men's and women's ladder match. Rest in peace, Ben Mallory's back though. Yeah. Peace. Took a beating. But uh. There's the difference between Money in the Bank and Double or Nothing is with Money in the Bank, there's only some certain spots, there's certain spot matches that they, really, they were really interested in, that being the ladder matches themselves, the core concept of what made that pay-per-view what it is. And Double or Nothing, it was just, there were matches that you couldn't, you couldn't pull away from, you couldn't go to the bathroom on. It was diverse, and that was their goal. They had... They had one match where it was extremely bloody. You could see emotion. You could see intensity. You could see drama. And Cody Rose versus Dustin. And Cody versus Dustin Rose. You have a high-flying tattoo division between the best friends, the Luther Bros, and the Young Bucks. And then you get into the main event, which was a just a bare knuckle fight, a balance between hard hitting and some risk taking actions. And Chris Jericho versus. Kenny Omega. There was diversity all around that made you, that made you keep, that keeps you guessing on what's going to happen next. With Money in the Bank, you didn't have all that much aside from the two core matches. So, with the ending being Brock Lesnar grabbing the Money in the Bank briefcase and the ending for AEW being the debut of John Moxley, it's kind of a, it's kind of a no-brainer which pay-per-view was the more dominant one. And Cody Rhodes taking a shot at Triple H with that sledgehammer in the throne. Shots were fired, but I'm seeing a lot of people trying to dog AEW saying that, no, you, you said you didn't care or this and that, whatever. Let me explain something to these marks real quick. So that's so, me, my man Aaron. The fact that... You woke uh, up to it, a whole script written, Triple didn't you? H, that Triple H took a shot at AEW first. That's like, they mm. they opened the floodgates. They mm. started the floodgates. So, everybody's dogging uh, them, mm. but no one wants to talk about Triple H's shot at a Hall of Fame. Mm. Like, come on, bro. Like, where's the double standard? And what's wrong with having a little shots fired? That's literally what you and you and you so on and so forth wanted. They wanted to see competition. They wanted to. They wanted AEW to light a fire on a WWE ass and get them to push on a better product. Cody Rhodes does the very thing, the very thing that help, that will help spur WWE to actually put on a quality product, and everybody's dogging him for it. It's like y'all wanted it to happen, but when it happens, you bash him for it. Like I totally agree. Totally agree. Totally agree. But they love when CM Punk does it. Doesn't matter where he is in the world. CM Punk criticized WWE and they love it. But someone else can't do it. I totally agree with Aaron. And I enjoyed the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. But we discussed this last night until the end. So if you compare the two, one got a cherry on top and the other one you stepped on my cake. 
Yeah, like you gave me a really nice cake, and, and then, then you stepped said, on it. Like, yeah, man, I can't wait to eat this. Yeah, and then you, 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 you Brock Lesnar just yeah. puts Brock Lesnar the ladder on, put it. his fucking like, foot. Is that is that chocolate? Yeah. Is that chocolate mousse? That's what just smacks it out your so, head. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I told, I totally agree. No. But Aaron, well put. I couldn't have said it better right, myself. I'm gonna go ahead and let you guys get your other callers in. I got food going. All right, see you guys. All right, my man, be good. See you next week, Aaron. Aaron calling in from Mississippi. Good, he has points. He's got points. Listen. He has points, but in the group text that we oh. that we have that you bring this up. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm not. Guys. I'm not bringing up what other people say because Andrew, friend of the show. Oh, Andrew. Andrew, Andrew friend of the show. The hates and, AEW. Wait, it's, oh. a, it's t-shirt company. It was a t-shirt company until they had the first show. Until oh, they had the first show. He changed and his profile picture on Facebook. To John Moxley. To, to him wearing an elite shirt, talking about how good it is and how WWE screw kids. Like, it, <laughs> I was like, bro, stay in your lane, man, or else you got a ticket. But Andrew. I See... I prepared a written statement. From Andrew? No, from me. Oh. Because I knew if I didn't, I was going to stumble my words and I was going to get attacked. So what I have to say about AEW, because I will eat my words, as I have said, it's wait till your first show. So here's my written statement. I enjoyed the show and I'll give props to AEW. Moxley being debuted was a great ending and let's not all act like this is brand new. We saw it in TNA with Angle when who was he was as WWE as you can get. AEW will succeed because wrestling fans love wrestling. We are not the 90s where everyone watched wrestling, but wrestling fans right now are diehards. But I will say this. Does WWE need to step up with weaker programming? Yes, but not a completely revamp because it's live weekly television and you can't have five-star Raws every week. But wrestling fans kill. This is the one, this is the one thing I have to say. Wrestling fans kill whatever WWE does before they do it. They kill it. No matter what happens, they kill it. But even before the match starts, it set, and it sets it up for failure. 100%. Well, because they're so used to getting yes. fed a shit dog yep. all the time. I agree. I mean, so. But this, you, is, this is the mentality that we're in. It's really, it's bad. Yeah. It's, it's what, what do they call it? Um, It's a syndrome. They, they, I don't know. Um, we're not, we're wrong show. No, no. It's no. <laughs> Dr. Phil. No, it's. It's, it's like a when syndrome. It's. I don't know the medical term for it, but it's like when you keep getting insanity. Well, oh. close, just about dementia. But if you like, keep if you re- keep repeating the same thing and expect a different outcome, that's insanity. Yeah. But it's like you're being fed. It's like you're being brainwashed to think this is the way it's supposed to be. This is the way it's supposed to be. And now you get something that might be a slightly a little bit a little more edgier. You're like, yo, this can't be happening like this. No, but it was like this, guys. This is what you wanted. Him, nah, he, man, they can't be doing this. Well, here's the but problem, Anthony. <laughs> here's the problem with the most wrestling fans you're talking about. And I'm talking just to, they, to no, I know fans on board. They are not like, as no they are not as educated as they lead you to believe because they are not. They watched one Ring of Honor show once. Yeah, one <laughs> Ring of Honor show once. They don't have a retro, uh, perspective from back in the '90s when oh, it was don't. three, right? They don't. They have this perspective from 2005 on, and that's where they're coming from. You know, if you, like I said, if you go way back in the day, this stuff was always going on. We have a question from Josh. He goes, does AEW uh, not oh, immediately having a weekly show hurt or help them? He thinks it helps, gives them time to build up a wrestling company, and then it makes them want to watch their pay-per-views more. Less is more. Definitely helps. I, I, I'm 100% with Josh, and I believe it helps them because it gives you that time to now, like I said, 
look at the other products around you and see what they're doing, what you don't want to do. Yeah. Because now it's has you have an opportunity here to be different. And I'm okay with different. I'm okay with you changing up the rules a little bit. I'm okay with you being a little bit more edgy. I'm okay with all that. But it, like we said, it has to be done correct. Quality wrestling has to be put on every single week. Can you do that? Yeah. That's a, that's a lot to ask for. be honest with you, it really is. It gets, but like I said, I'm giving you a five-year to ten-year yeah, plan. Yeah, they have time. You got nothing but time to do it. Hell, it's very surprising that Impact has a TNA slash Impact slash whatever you want to call it company hasn't fallen apart yet, but they're still they're actually picking up speed from what they were. Yes. So it's like I'm I invested in the Impact. Like I tell people all the time, I'm forced to watch Monday Night Raw and SmackDown because I we, do this. We show have to comment, and I have to do I have to do my homework. But if I had a choice from 2007 to about 2009, I was in and out of WWE. I would have my friend Justin tape it, and Justin, if he's watching, he can val- validate this. I had he had him tape it on VHS and give it to me. Any other, any big show they had, pay per views, we used to watch it together. It got so bad at a point where I could tell you what was going to happen. I didn't have to watch Raw SmackDown, and I knew what was going to happen. I was already caught up. I didn't have to be caught up on anything. I'm watching the pay per view. I already know how I got there. I will, and that, and I'm a teenager, and I'm sitting there saying this is this is sucks. But when I got back into everything full swing, because I'm a wrestling fan and I love wrestling, and I said, you know what, maybe I'll start watching it again on an everyday basis, and I did, and I kind of had to force myself to do it, but I loved it, and I fell back in love with it because it, my heart, that little kid in me, was, it felt like I was letting something go, so I came back to it. Floyd says hypocritical might be the word you were looking for. Maybe. Um, Kyle Bryan's goes AEW will force WWE to change how they do business. The Khan family is, quote, all in on this product project they have money they just need to work out the bugs and treat themselves like a real alternative now going back to josh's comment i think i think he's on to something here and here's what i what i believe with a pay-per-view happened last night right we're sitting here and we're talking about it right now i want to know right now what happens next right but i have to wait until june for five uh was it fighter fest is the next pay-per-view yeah and then fight for the fallen in july Mm -hmm. i have to wait until june where with a weekly television show, show happens on Sunday, Monday they go over, and the next Monday it's like they move completely past it. That like already got my satisfaction that that next pay-per-view yeah, but the, it leaves is, you wanting more. Yeah, so that's why I agree that's with what like he's saying. That's like playing hard to get. Uh, yeah. Tom goes, uh, Tom Frazier, this episode proves within itself why AEW taking shots was a mistake. The bulk of this conversation and most conversation, oh, talking about us, and most conversations today has been about trips in WWE. It's 50-50 when it should be 100% praise for AEW's I, show. I've been giving praise they the whole time, bro. I've been giving praise the whole time. I'm going to say this. I know Kaylin doesn't like her, but I have no <laughs> problem looking at Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> the more airtime she gets is better for me. Kyle uh, I got no, you know, listen, I said it before. Let's go down the list. The SoCal match was great, right? Yep. Yeah, the, I, the brother match. I have never seen that much blood in a ring in all my years of watching. Mm-hmm. All right? The Jericho. Great ending. Great ending. Yeah. The Jericho match. Hard hitting, old school fist fight. First Loved one, it. First one was better. Yeah, but this yeah, was a different match. But better. but I felt like this... And the first one was also 45 minutes. I felt like this yeah, match true. was to set up Moxley. You know... Yeah. You know um, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The Battle Royal, I enjoyed. I enjoyed everything yep. about... You know, and then the cherry on top was Moxley. Mm-hmm. So, so with, when it comes down to talking about the 
situation with the shots. It's I'm throwing shots at all the WWE fans and fanboys who just purposely want to yeah. hate yeah. on something that's brand new to them. You you can't hate on somebody. Stop hating and just embrace that yeah. you got another another product that you can exactly. choose to watch. And, it's a choice. And the Young Bucks you and the Lucha the Bros, they can wrestle every week for put all it to I bed. I won't speak on this no more. But I need to put it to bed now because I got I'm tired of hearing it all <laughs> damn day. Kyle Bryan makes a good point. With Raw on USA, SmackDown on Fox and EAW on TNT, will this uh be three completely different products? It's very possible. Because you because have the Fox kid friendly wants, on USA, you Fox have Fox wants Fox. what they want. Yeah, it's very TNA's gonna uh, TNA, T- you know TNT. I mean? TNT's gonna put out whatever they whatever they feel that is necessary. So they're gonna look at everything yeah. across the board. And he says not to mention NXT. That is true. Well, listen, like, you'll have but, four different but brands think about pretty it. much. Still when, f- when football season rolls around, are you going to be watching Raw or are you going to be watching Monday Night Football? And then, oh, yo, I got AEW on yeah. Tuesday. I'll be all right. That is still my number one. SmackDown on NXT. Friday. I'll be all right. Yeah. Like, are we really going to watch Raw during from, 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 from September to January? I feel like, Probably I feel, not. I, I would right. feel like Vince needs to bite the bullet and just Guys, can we segue for yeah. a minute because I got to split. Go I got a family barbecue. But Nice. Again, I'm giving that a B plus for the whole pay-per-view yep adding moxley at the end pushes that to an a for me i'm that's just how i feel it was that old school debut you know and i and i love the fact that jericho was in the ring because he let's not forget how impactful his debut was back in the day when he jumped from wcw um leading well, up he pretty to, much did the reverse jump this time. yeah yeah and leading up to this week we got a fantastic NXT card on on Saturday. Yes, fantastic. We, we also yeah, forgot to go. mention last night Velveteen Dream against uh, Tyler Breeze, which who has revived his career. Yes, I tell you that was the greatest thing he could. And then you got done. Roddy against Matt Matt Riddle. Yep, you got Gargano, right Cole too. We have Baszler and Io Shirai. Io Shirai, and we have that bond burner. that bond burner of a tag team. We'll stop. Read them off, Rodney. Go. That, that's going to be we got, jumping off. We got, we got my the Street Profits, which I love. Who you should got the win? Street Profits. You got, the, um, you got Oni Larkin and Danny Birch. Danny Birch. Then you got the Forgotten Sons. And Undisputed you got Era. the Undisputed Era. You can't get a better tag team. And I love the fact that the entire, the entire Undisputed Era is on a card. Oh man! All in different like all in different levels venues. Yes, yeah. I love it. Hell of fun! I'm telling you right now, the, the spots. Get yeah, the, shock the system like oh, seven times. Oh, I love it! Yeah, <laughs> Bridge Force, can't wait. Come Are we are we trying to go for real? I uh, maybe. Tickets I'm, are I'm affordable. I, we got to drive back that night. Yeah, I work. Obviously, seven. Eight, it's only in Connecticut, yo. Just, we, oh, yeah. can, we can swim there. We, really so we can it. really take the ferry though. Yeah, I would love to love to join you, but I have family obligations. We can swim there. All right, before I leave, I just got to remind the both of you. Okay. I am Mr. Money in the Bank. Yeah, yes. who, who told him? Who told him? Kalen told me God last night, Kaylin. so that would be me. Mr. <laughs> Money in the Bank right here, people. Uh, what sucks is a three-list title. I will hold that title for a year. Thank you very much. Anything you want to do, Anthony? You want to throw in whatever you know? Choice is yours. I mean, we'll, I'm not going to be mean. The three of us will make predictions for a, for uh, for NXT to determine the pepper. Okay, to determine who does the pepper. pepper. Is that we're how we're doing it? Yeah, we're we're so I'm exempt from that because yeah, I'm money in the you're bank. You're currently okay. the champ, and you will. Uh, so I can cash it in anytime I want. No, you're the champ. I'm the, no, you're but the I can cash it in on another. What? Money? For what? Like I could double or nothing so, <laughs> somewhere down the line. Sure. Boom. All right. That works for me, I guess. <laughs> 
You out of here? You want to eat barbecue? Yeah, I got to go eat some barbecue food. Oh. All right, before, before you leave, what's your predictions? You got uh, Matt Riddle and Roderick Strong. Who you got? I have, ooh, that's a tough one. I got Riddle. All right. Uh, we also have uh, the NXT Tag Team Championships, as we listed off the names before. I believe it's going to be the Street Profits. Man, that sh- as it should. So, uh, Velveteen Dream, Tyler Breeze. Velveteen. And Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai. I have Io Shirai. Is this the pay-per-view that Adam Cole wins the championship? I think it is, but is it, is it too short of a run for Gargano, or is it just set up a three at SummerSlam, and then one of them goes off to the main roster. I mean, if Roderick Strong was vi- was fighting Velveteen Dream, and each one was in a championship match, I think this would be the pay per view yeah. they all. I think the personally, I think Cole wins, sets it up for the third time around. Because if Gargano wins, then you really don't care about the third match. Yeah, this, this so, Cole come up, but I, I feel like but Cole I could think, come up well, after. I read into yeah, so I'm Adam, going Cole. I read what to Adam Cole said on the first episode of NXT started like the new year. That in 2019, all of them will hold gold. So I'm, I'm fall, I'm leaning on that, on that side, man. If they're gonna fall, hold gold. Why not? Let them hold the gold and let them run rampant. But I'm, um, I'm not gonna throw out that Roddy gets involved in something. Okay, he, he, he might. It is, you know, in something because like he loses to Riddle, and loses to Riddle, guys? and then shows yeah. up, at little, and then yeah. So, oh, how about he just goes crazy and just beats the crap out of Tyler Breeze and <laughs> yeah, Velveteen for, for the uh, yeah, it sets up a reason from the for the North, North American, American yep, 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 makes sense. So those are my predictions. All right, all right, gotta all right, go, go some enjoy ribs. your barbecue. Yep, boys. All right, Rodney, it's just me and you now, pal. Oh, that's, hey, like the good old days, just like the good old days when we had a when we had a uh, football show and such. Oh, yeah. So let's take this time. <laughs> let's take this time to discuss something that me and you will both be at. Yes. Uh, June 29th in Martin Luther King High School Gymnasium. Yeah, I'll be there, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then you leave. And, Ka- and, and Kalen, too. Oh, and Kalen. So where we will be at for IWW uh, Breakthrough in the Martin Luther King High School Gymnasium in Queens, New York. So let's take this opportunity to discuss the Imperial Invitational qualifying matches that uh, I'm looking forward to and the reason why people should go. 100% why people should go. Started off, my brother. So the first match that was on that card is Logan Black versus Aaron Bradley. Logan Black versus Aaron Bradley on that card is itself reason to go. Logan Black, a big, big man, very, very dark, and will put your head in a bag very, very simply to win that match. Another match on that card is our friend Isaiah Wolf taking on Dorian Robinson. Now, keep in mind, the winners of these matches will move on to the IWW Episode 2 to fight for their championship. So, I'm pulling for Isaiah Wolf in this match, but Tareen Robinson is, is a hell of a kid. Yeah, hell of a kid. Athletic. Like, it's, it's a great time to, to see these young talents get put together, and that's what I loved about the draft. And what's what I love about IWW, the, they, know how to, they know what talent fits well together. They do their homework. They did their research. And I have to give kudos to Tom and give kudos to Amani. They put a hell of a card together, man. Next match on that card is Just Nev versus Killian McMurphy. Two very, very, very very talented guys taking on each other to move on into the Imperial qualifying. That's the match my steel show. I'm telling you right now, that's going to be a knockdown, drag out fight. You, oh man! If you guys haven't seen any of these two gentlemen wrestle, it's it's gonna be a whole lot of fun. And the main event on the card is very simple: Danny Limelight making his New York City debut 
hometown boy making his debut for IWW in his hometown of New York City, taking on the IWW first overall draft pick from CZW, Jordan Oliver. Hey, Jordan Oliver, I can appraise Jordan Oliver more than what I already have. And for him to be the first pick, and I told the first overall pick in the draft, that showed me, because I remember watching him on CZW, and I was like, you know what? This kid just has it. He has something about him. It just makes him stand out above everyone else. The kid is solid. He's a hell of a talent. I'm, I'm thinking that he can take IWW to the next level. Hey, he, he is accepting all challengers, accepting all matches. He's ready to go. The, the kid knows what knows where his head is. He always has it. He's always thinking 10 steps ahead. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about him is that he's never, he's never gonna, you're never ca- gonna catch him slipping. He's always ten steps ahead of you, and that's the beauty about this kid. He knows what his objective is. He's gonna go out there and put on a show. So if you guys are in the New York City area and want to attend IWW Breakthrough, it is June 29th, Martin Luther King High School Gymnasium in Queens, New York. Go ahead and go to ImperialWrestling.com and buy your tickets. Tickets right now are selling super fast. Front row is almost sold out. Very very affordable make sure you go to imperialwrestling.com so you're there to watch these qual these qualifying matches the matches that will probably steal the weekend now there's other stuff going on there too for uh, for iww as they have uh, a bunch of other things they have special attraction matches and such so make sure you go to imperialwrestling.com to buy your tickets today and watch how they're changing the way you look at wrestling they're changing the game very simple so with that being said let's move on from aew as as we talked about that for the whole first hour of the show they had a great show last night tore the house down and did very very wonderful things for the wrestling community and let's move on to wwe as they also had a show this past week last sunday was money in the bank and as we talked about they had a very good show until Brock Lesnar couldn't get enough of Brock Lesnar well, coming out and stealing the briefcase, and he is Mister What is it, Beast in the Bank? What, what nickname could they say? Now? Oh, uh, um, he is um, Mister Radio Man. He is uh, he, I got all kinds of nicknames for him after he came up Monday Night Raw, rocking the briefcase. Now a lot of people tend to be really upset about the situation where Brock Lesnar went in the briefcase. Did it piss me off initially? Yeah, it did. But if I'm thinking with a business standpoint and thinking like a businessman that I know Mr. Vince McMahon is, it sets up for him to cash in at the first SmackDown taping where Fox wants him to be. So on that first episode, I can almost guarantee you the Beast will cash in that contract and either A, cash in then on that first episode, or hey, he might just walk into SmackDown as the champion. Yeah, it just very possible. This, all this does is guarantee him a win. That's basically yeah. what it does. Brock Lesnar is your champion again at some point. Uh, but look, you, and guys, you can say that with being upset right now, but hey, listen. Think about it. It's business. It's not personal. Come on, we knew what we were getting. We knew that he retired from MMA. And you knew but he my has whole a thing home. Is he he always has a home my, Yeah, you're right. But you know what, though? Like, I've said it once before. I've said it millions of times. Doesn't on this, mean I have this to sh- like it. You're right. Just- I said it millions of times on this show, man. Like, Brock Lesnar is a draw. Yes, I'll, I hate to say it. Brock Lesnar is a draw. He is. He'll he'll put maybe one or two more people in seats, and that's a, enough for WWE, especially in this time of day. 
Um, that is true. But Brock Lesnar as a champion is not needed. That's like saying no. I'll take ice cream on top of my ice cream. But this is where we talk about the money in the bank and ask who should win and when is it needed for who and is it needed for said person that wins. If you look at people that can walk into the walk into a situation like, hey, you're getting a title shot at the next pay per view. Then they don't need the briefcase. Okay, you give the briefcase to somebody that needs that opportunity. Who who we think in our minds they ain't never gonna get a title shot. That's that's the that's person why that it needs was designed. The and even if he can't, even if they catch it and lose, like, at least they have a title shot. Look at Damian Sandow. Look at the, him winning the briefcase pushed him over the edge. The whole Damian Mizdow and things Kennedy. like that. You like when Mr. Kennedy had a briefcase. Unfortunately, it was short lived. But when he won, I was sitting there saying. Hell yeah, yo, Mr. Kennedy is never going to get a title shot. It's not going to happen. So if you want a briefcase, what do you do? Look at Rob Van Dam. How many times have we seen Rob Van Dam just float in the mid card? You know, and then win the briefcase and wind up being a champ. So it it definitely helped. It needs to help those guys, like the Ali's of the world. And and we said the Andrade's, the, the Finn Balor's of the world. But we obviously know Finn is kind of a champion. Yeah. He wasn't going to win. But that's not the point. The point is those guys that are being overlooked, should win that briefcase. You had Mustafa Ali. Hell, Mustafa, right now with Kofi Kingston as your champion, Mustafa Man. Ali, Kofi Kingston would be a great WWE Woo. championship match. Let me tell you. And a lot of people are feeling some kind of way, you know, in the community. I'm just saying the community that just feel like they just did this because they kind of opened their mouth and ruffled some feathers and kind of. Got the man on top, like a little nervous about viewership, and a lot of heard some, read some things. So, listen, if you really wanted to get in the good graces with everything, you could have really had your first African American champion in a very long time, and your first Middle Eastern champ. Like well, I won't say first Middle Eastern champion, but it you could have had two champions of color in, yeah. your, in your product, and you can't. No one can sit here and say. Oh, they're holding the person, this person down, and I hate reading stuff like that because it's it's wrestling, guys. It, it it's storytelling. It basically is live action storytelling. Don't let's not throw that in there. But it when it just, this Kofi thing was going on, that was thrown around a lot. It really was, and people were pushing for Kofi for that reason. They really wanted him to win due to the fact that he was African American, and they haven't had a pure African American champion in a very long time. No, you're right. You're 100% right. But we do have a phone call. Don't know if he's on the train right now, but calling in. Yeah. I don't know if – are you are you team WWE right now or are you team AEW? Stop the edge of the Go ahead. Go ahead. gears right now. I'm shifting – starting to shift gears towards AEW. I know they haven't had their first weekly show yet in October, but they're putting out better – last night was a better product than anything I saw in the last – Baloney. Baloney. Minus takeovers. Baloney. Because if you saw Dustin Rhodes versus Cody, that match was unbelievable. I understand, oh, he bladed too deep. Yeah, he did. That was was so good. But when's the last time you've seen a crimson mask in WWE? That was back in the PG. I'm still still saying Baloney. Cena? Cena was the last crimson mask I saw. That, yeah, he was the last Crimson Mask I saw against JBL. And, oh, no, uh, or, or Eddie. Eddie was bad, too. Also, that gosh was huge. The fact that AEW is put on four or five-star matches last night. The one match that I thought went too long was the six-woman tag team match. But everything else 
went perfectly fine. The Lucha Bros and Young Bucks put on a clinic last night. Oh, like, man. But Andrew, t- tell me. Keep up to that. Tell me, Andrew. Tell me that didn't give you goosebumps watching that match, man. Tell watching, me that. Watching the Young Bucks take out moves of their former opponents. Like, using the machine gun, uh, the motor city machine gun finisher. Yes. Then using other fi- finishers that other teams used on them before. Was unbelievable. Yeah, like I'm, I was sitting here saying, "That's not their move. That's not their move. That's not." And I'm like, "Damn, they just going for it. Why not? Because they couldn't put them away." But you also, on the flip side, you got to look at the Lucha Bros on that side, and those guys can just go, man. Let me tell you something. There's times. I thought there was times that. The Lucha Bros were going to win that match. I mean, and, and, and there's a point where I have to say, for all of you that believe Anthony's AEW hitter, there was a point. Thank in you. that match where Anthony literally jumped up, stood up, put his hands on his head because he honestly thought the three count was about to go down and the Lucha Bros were going to win the match. Me and him both jumped up. I had my legs in the air. I, he jumped which, up. Which doesn't happen often for you. Like, that's, that's a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah man. That's, that's, I was out of breath. But the, I mean, the, the, you always but, <laughs> but the biggest thing was to see the re- reactions in my house where we're like, dude, this match could – this match can go to anybody right now. Like, that's how good it was. And it, it felt like a breath of fresh air watching a pay-per-view like that that can literally go in any direction. Anybody yeah. could have won and I would have been fine. It, I know a lot of people, too. Like I said, nitpick, nitpick, nitpick. Oh, of course, Cody had to go over. Of course, Young Bucks had to go over. Oh, no, no, no. Nah, hang over. on, hang on, like, hang on. Because on. I, I, I didn't <laughs> want to make this a full AEW show, but you know what? Screw it. Um, well, we don't got to do all that. No, nah, you're right. You're, no, no, you're right. You're right. But, but that was one thing that kind of stuck in your cross. Did not, I did not like but because it's, it's well. Here you get your wish. Somebody got to take the L the next next pay per view. Somebody has to. Yeah. Who? Will be one of them. Oh, because to take the L. yeah, Cody and the Young Bucks. No, no, I get that. But Somebody got to take the L. <laughs> but you, but you look at all in and you saw what happened. Now you look at double or nothing and you have. Cody win, the Young Bucks win, Adam uh, Hangman Page win. You, you, if Kenny would have won, I would have been like, "Come on!" But like, what did you make a company so you could just go over? No, they didn't. No. See, it's not. It's, it's called, not the McMahon they effect. They have Fighter Fest coming up. The next pay they got Fighter Fest, which will probably make. Which, by the way, is a shot at Fire Fest, might I add? The stupid Fire yeah. Fest thing where the guy booked all these people to show up on an island. And then, oh, you didn't see you didn't see the documentary? Oh my God, he like paid Blink One Eight Two like five million dollars to come down to the island that didn't have any plumbing or anything like that. Jesus! And he got all these all these rich kids pay like millions upon millions of dollars to get these suites and stuff like that. And they got there and it was hurricane tents. Oh, go go look go look oh, at this! Oh man, it's a documentary on Facebook. <laughs> so uh, on, on anybody Netflix. in the comments, please. Please send this to me. It's a documentary on Netflix. It's called The Party That Never Happened. What? Or something oh, like that. I'm watching oh, it tonight. Dude, it's no t- Game of Thrones. I'm watching it tonight. Yo, That's I it. swear to God, it's two. It's like two hours long, but halfway through it, you're like, are you kidding me? No, I gotta watch it. You gotta a, let a me dude, know. A dude had to go somewhere to possibly do some unexplicit things oh. just so they were able to get five more tents from the guy. Yo, so the, this Firefest thing, which happened a few, go look it up right now. A few years, few years back, <laughs> yeah. they named it Firefest, uh-huh. and the little zigzag and stuff, and they spelled the F Y R 
fighter FYT. That's why it's a shot at Firefest. So that's it's funny. It's hilarious. But um, they also have go back to your point. Uh, they also have fight for the fallen, which I think is time. a cool concept which, and cool name. I'll give them see, that. We'll see Young Bucks and versus <laughs> Yo. the R- Runnels brothers. What you see it? Another good match. You saw? You looking at what I was like a fight? Yeah, Firefest, okay. yo. It's it's crazy. Oh man, that's crazy. I'm sorry about but that, Andrew. There's gonna be times I think on their weekly TV show where all the elite wrestlers are gonna take losses at, on the weekly TV shows, and maybe what? once in a while take the win on pay per views. Like Andrew, I, I understand. I, I get. I get it. But I'm I'm just fed up with the. the Look, guys, I'm a wrestling fan, just like all the rest of you. Why can't you just take something on the chin and just enjoy it, man? It was a breath of fresh air. You got JR on commentary. We don't get that a lot anymore. But it's like saying like JR was so lost last night. Yeah, he was. I don't know. You guys keep saying that. No, but a lot of points, this is where me and Kyle Bryan agrees. On commentary with the production aspect of it, a lot of things were a little weird. And you can still see they're trying to work out the kinks and get people in position. And JR at a point was like, uh, where where are we? Like, he literally, I don't know where we are right now. That's exactly, verbatim, goes, it came out of his mouth. <laughs> I don't know where we are right now. Oh, that's, that's actually. Like, yeah, so there was like little missteps, I get it. But I f- it feels like when, when he came there, they told him, you're not the guy. You're the voice. Because I noticed at times, like, when he would talk, he was looking for Excalibur or the other dude. I don't even know the other dude's name. He was he was tossing up softballs, and they, and they were swinging. Yeah, but they were swinging and missing. Yeah, badly. That but he, that, like, stopped Excalibur, talking. That he not stopped. Excalibur, though. Excalibur was hitting the, this other guy. All I know is I felt like when John Moxley came out, they literally shut their mics off. Like, nah, let JR go. talk. Let John take this. Actually, I'm going to pull up the audio again for when John Moxley came out. I, somebody put their headphones down because you can hear the part of it, like them picking back up the headphone. I'm going to pull it back up so you can listen to it. All right. And, also, and, that, and that point, Andrew, make the next point. Also, the, that I get, oh, my, our friend Mike goes, oh, they're going to be, they're, they haven't had the weekly TV show. They Second, Andrew. I do have the audio. Tuesdays just, just listen very closely. You'll hear, uh, you'll hear what's his name talking, Jericho, and then you'll hear the microphone get picked up. Hang on. Hang on. Maybe I'll go back a little bit. Wait for it. You see how the audio like got picked up? Like I don't, I don't know. It's the one production thing that I tuned into, and I was like, "Oh wow, did they forget to put the mic on or something?" Andrew, are you in a wind tunnel? Andrew, don't blow away, oh. man. We're gonna let you go if you're gonna blow uh, away. Yeah, 
Yeah. All right, Andrew. I'll talk to you later, pal. I'm out in the wind tunnel. <laughs> All right. See you later, pal. Right. <laughs> Andrew got his umbrella. He's... <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to show a video, and this man just out there. <laughs> Whoa, where are you going, man? Like, <laughs> no, but I don't want to turn this into an AEW defense show. But I'm I'm just sick and tired of nitpicking and the complaining and the hate. Guys, stop hating. It's a new product. It's optional. You can watch it if you want. If you not watch it, it's not optional. Turn the god turn the goddamn TV on and watch it. Hey, listen. <laughs> but but these are the with some of these people that are complaining to me are the same people that sit here and complain about WWE's product every single week. To me. Don't complain to me if you're going to sit here, get something sort of new and bash it. Like, dude, you got an option here. Watch that. <laughs> like, it's like, yo, I really hate <laughs> having Chef Boardee. Go buy the store, bro. No, listen, I bought, you this, I bought you this new, brand new beefaroni, yo. It's not the same raviolis, but it's beefaroni. I don't want that beef from yo. <laughs> I don't know. I just, it just feels like, like come on, man. It's the I'm not going to say but not I, the same. I'm not going to sit here and constantly bash AEW as I was no. cuz they did have a good show. Listen, it's not about that. It's about needed it's to be about a good wrestling. show though. It, it was it was a good it needed to be a good show and I told you it was going to be a good show. Every first show is always good, you know? It, it's it's the people that was on the card as well had a huge part to play in that. So, you know, at the end of the day, we can move past AEW right now and say do off to a decent start. Very Not decent off to start. a super duper start. Wow, good but word. Super off duper. to a decent start. You put on a great show. B plus, I agree. Perfect. We do have a caller calling in. What's your name? Where are you from? Hi, my name is Tanya. I'm calling from Brooklyn, New York. What's going on, Tanya? Hey. Um, so I'm listening to you guys and I'm a diehard WWE fan. I've been watching the product since I was a little girl. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm not a hater on AEW. I'm going to tell you some benefits from this. Okay. Number one, I feel like AEW is stepping up from what Vince is not doing because Vince has a whole bunch of superstars on his roster that he is not using correctly. Yes. Agree. Sasha Banks, Dean Ambrose, mm. Roman Reigns. Mm. Not Dean Ambrose anymore. Uh, <laughs> huh? Not yeah. Dean Ambrose anymore. Right. So I, I, I feel like if, if if Cody could use them and get them where they need to be in their career, then so be it. I'm not hating on AEW. I'm just I'm in between. I feel like hey, if you're not being used by Vince correctly, if he's not if he's not bringing out your talent and your best abilities, and this guy is, then, then whatever, hop on. Just yeah. go on. Just, you know. And that's, if somebody else can make you better in your career, then so be it. That's what I feel. And that's still, I agree with that wholeheartedly, and that's the point I'm trying to make. It's a wrestling company helping out wrestlers who feel like yeah. they're being mistreated, like the Island of Misfit Toys. You, 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 they're not misfits. They're not. There are talented guys on that WWE roster who are just not getting the rub. Like, you had right. Ty Dillinger sitting on your roster. Ty Dillinger's not a bad wrestler at all. But he was right. sitting there doing nothing. And he right. was in a battle royal at AEW. Had a pretty good showing. And you, right. it's like the list and goes on and on. I watched AEW last night, and I'm mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to see Dolph Ziggler transition himself over to right. AEW. And, and I, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy for Jr. crossing over because I'm like, listen, he's been with WWE for years, for years. It's almost too long. And after a while, if you're not getting 
the proper respect. If you're not getting what you deserve and somebody's willing to give you better, then so be it. That's right. That's that's my take on it. Yeah. One hundred percent I agree. I agree. Unbelievable. I'll tell you, there's always good wrestling fans out there. And look, if you're a WWE fan, keep watching the product. It's okay. Yeah, I'm not telling I'm you to not tweet, watch it. But I am a Roman Reigns fan, so if you go to AEW, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just with the that that's another one that's Two not being used I'll see you later. Like, they don't know what to do with that nigga I'm sorry for cussing it's but all good. they don't know what to do with poor Roman they don't know what to do with him and he got so many skill sets they don't know what to do with yeah, Roman Roman can do a lot more than what he's been showing to do and, yes, and they yeah. do keep the chains on people a little bit for different regulations and things of that nature and they need to let those chains loose a little bit I do yeah. feel like AEW rattled the cage and, and possibly, you can possibly rattle someone else's cage up top, sitting in a big chair, you know. And really, yeah. this could possibly be a wake-up call. Do yeah. they have and what I, it takes? And I and I'm I'm just saying this because Triple H is my bro dog. I love that bitch. I think she needs to step up and prevent the spot. That's what I feel. Yes. Like I, I really feel that because he has so many creative ideas. And so many people that he could scout for. That's how NXT got off the floor and is doing great right now. For him. Not because of Shane, not because of Stephanie, because of Triple H. And that man has so many wisdom ways to boost up WWE. It's a shame that Vince would not let him do what he got. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You know, Triple H is has a mind for the business, and if his mind's not being used correctly in the WWE, it's being more used in NXT. One of our comments in the comment section says, this more AEW versus NXT than it is uh, AEW versus WWE, because NXT is the brand. It's plain and simple. NXT is the brand, you know? But, Tanya, we do have to let you go. Thank you so much for your phone call. All right, Tanya. Calling in from Brooklyn, New York. I'll tell you, I love call. I love callers like that. And it, it, I was having a real bad day with some of some of these fans. Man, they were just, they were just. Yeah, man, what happened to you today? They were, yeah. they were getting on my you nerves, came man. In here all, listen, they I set were, up the opening of the show all excited. That was a dope. Opening I was like, y'all can't brother. wait to show brother, you. That was a dope opening. And you come in here and just like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, what's that? Oh, what are you pissed, pissed off about? Man. It's a beautiful was, day outside. It's a beautiful day. Though. I'll tell you what, though, the hallway. They need to shut these doors and put the air conditioner on. <laughs> it was humid as hell. <laughs> I was walking in, I was like, you're welcome to hell. Yeah. Like, why? Hey, where, where's why my, am I here? Where's my studio? I got to put the air on. Oh, my God. Came in the studio. Studio was hot as hell, too. Yeah, Patricia, Patricia 82 goes. degrees in the studio. It was <laughs> 82 <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> Patricia goes, he was going off in the car, too. Yeah, I was. I was very upset because. Is it the heat? It's probably because you got that sweatshirt on, man. Take it off. It's hot outside. Take it off. I can't be repping the brand. Oh, man. They, they tell me to stop spreading the colors. They're not paying for it. <laughs> So stop it. Uh, wow, but, yo. Um, wow, they can't afford the dollar commitment on the TV. They can't. The, stop it. Can't stop it. You're going to be in trouble. Stop it. Oh, my but God. the biggest thing is is that, like I said, you have Raw and SmackDown coming up this week. Um, if you don't make any changes to, to what you Which, what you, which they won't. Which, but hold on. Like I said, when you have a show like that that was pretty good, a lot of eyes was watching it, you know, and for those who had cable vision. Yeah, if you had cable vision. My, my bad. Yeah, if you had cable vision, you, <laughs> you saw nothing. Whoever, whoever tried to find it on Fight TV. 
My bad. <laughs> double, double or nothing? You just saw nothing. You saw that, nothing. That was you ain't it. got no double. You ain't got no single, double, triple, you got, nothing. You got yeah. AEW, AEW presents <laughs> nothing. Oh, Jesus. Um, but at the end of the day, strong show. Um, back to the Brock Lesnar situation now. I know a lot of people, like I said, bent out of shape, upset about that. It's business. It's all business. And... We, we're making that transition. I think now we all have to accept that WWE is now in transition mode where they're going to make that transition over to SmackDown and they're literally going to do some things that you guys might not like. They're going to literally almost give up on a lot of different things very fast. A lot of trial and error. This is the testing period before they launch that new product on Fox. Even though it's not a new product to Fox and to the Fox viewers, it is. So... They're going to be in the transitional period from this point all the way through the summer leading up to October. It's going to happen. They just need to throw everything out the wall. Everything out they the wall. They have thrown everything at the wall, Anthony. When I watched the man sit here and say, wild card, uh, uh, you threw everything at the wall. You had no ideas. The 24-7 rule is a great idea. I've been calling for this for years for it to come back with the hardcore title. The title looks a little funky. It looks like an old golden record when you make a million sales. Are you talking about the 24-7 title? Yeah, the 24-7. Did you hear R-Truth's thing? No, I did not hear R-Truth's. Here we go. This is (laughs) R-Truth. How are we at? We're in the desert. Hmm. (laughs) R-Truth must be in the hallway. Break it down. This is why I thought it was a good idea. You want to know he why? Put, he put glasses and a hat on the title. Oh. This is fantastic. But let me tell you something why why this 24-7 thing is going to work. It's going to work because you have social media now. For stuff like this, you can keep the thing going. You can keep it going. Kalen was upset. We didn't get no title changing hands on Tuesday from the 24-7. It's a dud. I don't like it. It doesn't have to be. Because it can I don't want him to drop the title it, now. It I'm can, invested. It's, it can literally happen on Twitter. Like it can literally happen on Instagram Live. I'm still like it can literally happen on social media. Even And the best he keeps calling it the European title. Yeah, uh, let me tell you something. Our truth. He's been doing this for years, man. He was running, Take my title to the SmackDown show. Till I can't no more. Yo, let's go for Rick Toll. By the ball, I guarantee Monday Night Raw, do I have to go? Till I can't no more. No, I tell you, our truth is the man. I don't want him to drop the title now. I'm truly invested. Because the chase. The chase has been fun. And I, and I know people are hating on the way it looks, but the concept, literally USA, I heard that, I read that USA gave them a list of things that they had to choose from to help boost the ratings. This was one of them. And Vince Dunn, all of them were bad ideas. You but know he what, chose the, this one. If I'm, if I'm in creative here, right, so I'm not. 
you can do so much with this. You know, he keeps calling it the European title. Just bring back the damn European title. You know what he, I would totally see R-Truth doing? Making that. Making the European title. title. It's not 24-7. You can't challenge me for it. Uh, Boom. European there you title. go. There you go. He going to put a sticker over it. European title. No, there you go. It's the Euro- And bring back the European title. Dude, stop. That's my favorite title. That in, would be perfect. In wrestling history, it's my favorite title. It would have to with how bad that looks. You know who was the greatest European mm-hmm. champion of all time? With how bad that you title. Know what we'll say. Uh, yeah, the guy you was going to meet at, uh, what you call it, you chickened out. out. D-Lo Brown. D-Lo Brown, you punked out. <sighs> D-Lo Brown standing right in front of you. Go say hi. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. Why? He's, I just want to look at him. Like, what are you talking about? Why do you want to just look at him, Rodney? I'm like, shut up, Anthony. Yeah. I, don't, I don't got the courage right now. Meet, meeting you away from D-Lo Brown, and you're just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm not trying to look at D-Lo right now. D-Lo, 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 was, D-Lo was willing to say hello, too. Hey, he had the title with him. Yeah. He, he, <sighs> Janelle from Jobberteer's podcast got she the- She pushed me out the way. Now you can sit here and be scared. I'm going to go see yeah, D-Lo Brown. got to hold the title. I was like, What? You just break my heart. Monday Night Raw, do I have to go? Let me. Well, that D-Lo has been exciting. Brown, do I have to go? We got, we got, we got, we got plenty of time left. Oh, oh, um, we can wrap the show up. No, 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 no. We got more stuff to talk about, especially in WWE. You had the Brock Lesnar situation. We talked about that. The 24-7 rule. I, I like it. I like the concept. The belt looks a little weird, but it's okay. Um, I'm a little okay with weird? It. That looks, looks garbage. Listen, hey, listen. People will buy. People will buy. Yeah, they bought they bought the hemp belt. Listen, if you bought the hemp hemp belt, you can buy this belt. Look, look Shit, it, you can make this belt. It's gonna happen. Just get green paper and an old record that your grandpa don't listen to no just more. Just paint it gold. Just paint it gold. <laughs> bah, there's a twenty four seven title, and you can run away. You can run around. He with goes. It. I've been running for twenty four hours. I only got seven left. Truth. What? See, it's simple math. Twenty four seven left. <laughs> you didn't see that no. back then. <laughs> oh my god! You can't even divide twenty four by <laughs> Anyway, um, leading leading past the twenty four seven rule, which is giving every person that's standing around in the back something to do. I'm so happy that I don't have to see cameramen trying to get into Charlie Caruso's sticking microphone. Shout out to Charlie, by the way. Very nice woman. My brother knows her personally. Really? He held the bags. Everything. Well, can it's she? Can you get her on the show? We're trying. Okay. Um, no, don't say that now. Um, shout out to Charlie Caruso. Nice woman. Try better. She also said, I would tell you what she said about our show and off the air. What? But, but anyway. She like our show? Can you stop cutting me I'm off? I'm sorry. Charlie Caruso's adorable, and she said something about my show? Yeah, she did. Oh, um, she like, oh, man, I'm ugly. So she probably said, like, get rid of the fat kid in the bottom left. No. no. Bottom right. It made me lose my train of thought. All right. It's okay. I don't want people running around in the back, standing around doing nothing. Like, AC3 right. staring at the mirrors and Apollo Crews talking to random people. Every week he's talking to somebody random. I don't know. Who is this guy back there? I don't know who he's talking to. But at the end of the day, it just gives them something to do. And anybody can win it. And that's the cool part about it. So I'm cool with it. I'm really cool. It gives them something to do. It honestly does. And I have to say, from the biggest part to go into the deeper ends of Raw and SmackDown and the main roster itself, Women's Championship picture, we see what we're going to get. You know, we got the Lacey Evans thing still getting dragged out with, with Becky Lynch. Dragged. It's getting dragged out. No, it is what it is. 
Um, Alexa Bliss enjoying her coffee because we know she can't wrestle. Um, Listen, I've sat here and said before time and time again, like, you know, I, I enjoy Charlotte Flair being in the main event. Charlotte Flair needs to be in the main event. Hell, we had a whole argument. People stormed out. I got called names. Argument about it with Charlotte Flair. WrestleMania happened. I enjoyed the match. It rained. I was pissed off at the end of it. Charlotte Flair, go do something else now. That's where I'm at with it. I'm done. Go do something else. Who, who, who? Charlotte Flair, go do Get something away. else. Hold on. I got to make sure I'm seeing this clearly. Are you saying Charlotte yeah. Flair should have changed the title? No, nah, I'm saying, listen, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm Re- listening. Oh, my ears open. Wrestle- I need to hear this. WrestleMania, right? WrestleMania, Charlotte Flair needed to be in the main event. Okay. You're having the, re- the women main event of WrestleMania for the first time ever. Ronda Rousey's your headliner there. Mm. You throw, you say Ronda Rousey, boom, people are watching. That was a perfect clap. Didn't pe- peak the mic. I like it. Boom, Ronda Rousey's there, right? Now, if you're going to have the women main event, you could have Charlotte Flair and Becky take this and run with it for years. And you could they don't, they don't ever have to take a loss. They can take as many losses as they can because at the end of the day, they could hang their hat on the fact that they said they were the first women to main event WrestleMania, right? Becky, I'll be honest, getting really stale. I'm getting old with the man gimmick. It was it led up to WrestleMania. I liked it. It's getting old now. Charlotte Flair can go do something else. She doesn't need to chase the title anymore. She doesn't need to be a champion anymore. So you're talking about you want my prediction to come through? True. I'm happy Bailey's champion. Oh, I think they they did with Bailey correctly what they were trying to do with Asuka. Well, insert Asuka, she'll win the title, and then people will love her again, but they drop the ball. They insert Bailey. Bailey won the title. People are now on the Bailey train. Because they forget. Let me tell you something. The reason why they dropped the ball with Asuka is because it was so invested in the Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky, Becky Lynch, Lynch. Situa- situation. They forgot about Oscar. Pretty so, much. That's exactly what happened. You literally dropped the ball by forgetting about your one of your champions, and it's not fair to her. That was not fair to do that to that woman. Yeah, look, she's a top. She's a very good draw, one of the top female draws you have. You can't do that to her. And on top of all of that, we look at the Bailey situation, the comment on her situation. That's supposed to be Sasha's spot, but Sasha's sitting at home trying to write out her contract. Uh, listen, that's neither here. That that situation has gotten out of hand too. I'll tell you right and now, listen, though. Your butt, if you're not satisfied with what you're doing, let me tell you something. I work every day for a living. Okay. Do you? I do. You do too. Where you work? I can't tell you. Okay. (laughs) Now you do too, and I have to tell you that if we weren't satisfied with our work, Uh, yeah, damn. If I go, (laughs) I can't sit here and sit at home. Knock on my bosses. I'm gonna sit out my contract. You're not on contract, but I'm gonna sit it out anyway. (laughs) I must just not show up. <laughs> like, can't do it. I'm gonna take my car and sit at home. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. Literally, till I gotta I'm go not, back to work. Like, <laughs> broke. Like, so listen, if you're under contract, do your job. Not even that, but like, <laughs> like, like I, I get the Sasha beef. Like, I get, I get it. Your you beef. know, I you, do. You knocked on the door. You said, "I want women's tag titles. I want them. I want them. I want them." And they were deserved, and you gave it to them, and it was deserved. And they lost it at WrestleMania to their friends, which I don't think they're mad about that they lost it to their friends. I don't think they're mad about that. I think they're just pissed off that they didn't get to do anything with it. Do anything <laughs> with it. One. 
Because they said they're going to go to NXT and defend it. That didn't happen. And now. I think you should have waited until WrestleMania to drop, the, to open up those titles. I said it before. I thought true. The Elimination Chamber idea was a too soon. Way too soon. You should have did it at WrestleMania. But now, the titles are nowhere to be seen. L- literally, La Resistance is carrying around the titles. La and I'm, and I'm, I'm upset about it because I, the first time I've seen them, I haven't, I haven't seen them in so long. I got to see them on Monday night. They in that, a segment. Those titles need to be defended at least once a week. Come NXT, on, twenty four seven rule. Not twenty four seven. Put rule. a twenty four seven rule on women's title <laughs> championship. Who gonna be? The te- who gonna be the teams? They ain't gonna be no. They ain't got nobody. In the they got no. That's the point, though. That's the problem. That's the point, though. They got no teams. Signing people. What's wrong with y'all? And <laughs> like, right now you're changing the Nikki Cross gimmick. Oh lord, now she ain't got no makeup on, running around behind like some bliss. Like, is that her mentor now? Got her standard sneaking up behind her shoulder. Like, like unless you have Nikki weird. Cross just kill Alexa Bliss and like. I think that's what it's leading up to. I mean, to have Alexa go away for a while till she heals up or whatever. But Nikki Cross is so talented. She is. Do something with her. Going back to Tanya's phone call. Like a few minutes ago, she's right. You have so many people on the roster they're not doing anything with. Oh, you're misusing them. Like Nikki Cross shouldn't be doing this right now. Nikki Cross should be challenging for a title. And the re- and this she the- should be um, Bailey's first feud. If you ask me, should be a Nikki Cross. You know what? Also, the problem is too. And like I was thinking about this on the way in. You have all this talent, right? And you have a weekly television show. When you show the talent, the same talent, week in and week out, the other talent isn't being shown on television. No. Right? I know who Seth Rollins is. I like yeah, Seth Rollins. I don't Rollins. need to see Seth Rollins every Monday night. Every mo- No, one Monday he can take a day off. He literally can. And I, I, he'll be missed. But guess what? I want to see somebody else, too. Like, that's the biggest thing where we talked about, hey, AEW, take notes. We, we, we get that you have stars. We get that your top stars are need to be seen in front or, of the crowds. But there's something called dark matches. You can use those. Mm-hmm. If you want your crowd at that city to see your top draws, put them in a dark match. Yeah. Like you, you don't have use, to put them on television if you don't want use to. Use those to your advantage, A. And B, on, on top of everything else, like use the talent you have, but not in backstage segments. We saw last night. Right, you had that battle royal in the pre-show, and then you saw MJF, you saw Jimmy Havoc, you saw uh, uh, Lucha Luchasaurus, you saw all of those on the main card that, in a you segment. Saw the, you, you saw the um, Hangman Boy. Page, Jungle Boy in the main card in a segment. Just because they're on the pre-show doesn't mean they don't need to be in the segment. Yeah, and that's the biggest. That's the biggest problem is that you have a lot of talent who don't get a lot of face time with the people. And I'm not talking FaceTime with the people where, yo, you seen all truth? Like, no. I'm talking about go out there, call a promo, like start something. Like, you got, like, everybody might boo. I don't care if people are not listening. At least put them out there. You're not doing that. You're not doing that enough. And the the idea of putting out the same people because that's what people want to see. I get that's what people want to see. But sometimes... When it comes down to production, doing, putting out a product, I don't want to say we can't always get what we want, but it's okay to step outside the, the safety zone a little bit and try to 
go a little bit different a little bit. Try something new, you know. You normally see this after WrestleMania or after a big pay-per-view. Guys tend to take the night off. Like well, yeah. the Roman Reigns of the world and the Seth Rollins. That's cool. I'm okay with that. But this is your opportunity now to open up a new story with somebody else. But here's but you don't do that. Here's the problem I see with WWE and how they're pretty much literally shooting themselves in the foot here. You pushed people, right? You pushed people push to, the to the top. Moon. And then the you you drop them to elevate other people. Fair enough, right? But those people that you push to the moon that are household names now, that you're not doing anything with, want out. Yeah. And where are they going? They're going to AEW. And when they go to AEW, and when they go to AEW, they become the household names for AEW. And for those names you loved when they were WWE and they're not doing anything anymore are going to be the names you love in AEW and the reason why you tune in on Tuesday. You like, perfect example, Kaylin King, our co-host. She said You yesterday. like Dean Ambrose? Well, watch him in AEW. You like Sasha Banks? Go ahead and watch him in AEW. Because she said the same thing about Sasha. She goes, if Dean goes, all I need is Sasha, and I'll be good. Like, and the, I was like, well, do you honestly think she, she's waiting out that contract, Rowdy? She's not coming back to work. And the contract, she doesn't care. And she tweeted out last night, I love Awesome Kong. Like, this is why we, this this is why I appreciate a new product. Because it gives those people, like we said on the caller before, it gives people that are not being used properly in one promotion the opportunity to go to another one and try something different. Like, I'm going to get a lot of heat for this, but you have, you have a lot of talent in NXT, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of talent in NXT does not need to be there right now. They could be in the Performance Center. You know, they don't need to, you know, be on every NXT show. Now, I'm not well, saying I'm not saying the Matt true. Riddles. I'm not saying the Undisputed Era. Obviously, that's your, that's your head and shoulders. That is true. Maybe call them up and switch places with people who aren't being used correctly right now, i.e. the Tyler Breeze of the world. He's done oh, wonders I, for his career. A main, instead of a um, starting lineup switch, how about a bench switch? Anybody Shinsuke sitting not- on your bench, swap them. You have one of the top names in New Japan Pro Wrestling that you signed. He was a hot free agent. He came to your company, New, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, doing nothing. Put him nothing. back in NXT. Poor guy. Put him back in NXT. Hell, NXT has great talents now, how but long? Shinsuke Nakamura, Matt Riddle. But how long have we – what a great match that would be. Like, how long have we campaigned for Finn Balor? You know, how long – I had to damn near chew my own arm off for Samoa Joe. Like, this is... And he's getting the shit out of the stick, too. And don't get me wrong. The U.S. title situation, he had his own health issues. Don't get me wrong. He's been hurt a lot, but it's not... He got cursed when he came up. You know, it's it it sucks. It really does suck where guys are either, A, down there too long, or, B, don't want to leave because they're afraid of what's going to happen. Like, do you have anything for me? Because if I leave and get called up, I'd rather just leave out of my contract and go somewhere else. I listened to a thing uh, with with Dustin Rhodes, so Gold Dust, for those of you who don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe the person doesn't know. Oh, well, that's, that's true. But um, he turned around. and he The show that he was on, the podcaster, the radio host, whoever it was, tried so hard, so, so, so hard to get him to shit talk WWE. Of course. So hard. That's what they're and, looking for. And he turned around. And he's like, I'm not going to talk bad about them. That's not going to happen. But I will say that they have a lot of unhappy people there. And the reason why they have so many unhappy people there is because they have so much talent. And he said, at my age, I asked for my release because I saw the writing on the wall. I wasn't being used in storylines. 
So if I'm not being used, but I love this business so much, I want to go be somewhere, go be used somewhere that I can be used. And he goes, and that's what's happening right now in WWE. You have so much talent. And they really do. It's they, scary they how have, much people they have. They, they have more talent on WWE roster than AEW has. Yes. 100%. They do. Right? You can shed all the fat from, from WWE, and you have a great show. But by shedding all the fat. You're literally giving people to. To AEW, which are stars. Yeah. They're going to build. These, gonna, these guys are going to be built as. Hey, listen. We know what you were getting over there. Hey, you want a, you want a couple of spots on the weekly sh- television show? You got it. And now I'm not Create even saying stars that are being misused. I'm saying saying stars that aren't being used at like all. The EC3s of the world and the Apollo Cruises and like the, like when I'm looking backstage and I see people running past all the people in these little segments. I'm like, dude, they really. I haven't seen him in weeks. Where has he been? The club revival, Shinsuke Nakamura. The club, I see it already. They're gonna jump right into that tag team division. Luke Harper. Luke Luke Harper. They can do a lot with Luke Harper over there. It's and to me, I think right now the best place for Luke Harper to go would be Impact. I, I just have my reasons for that. I think that he fits what they're doing right now in the rebuild over there. So you do have options. You don't have to go the route of AEW, like I said. Just like a wrestling fan, just like the talent, you have options. Once your contract is up, you have options. You can go anywhere you want to go. But there's certain places where I like to see certain people land. The club, I love to see them land back in New Japan for a little while and then come out of New Japan and go somewhere else. I'll maybe, not, not definitely not go back to WWE, but I would love to see them go back to, um, I would say, maybe Ring of Honor for a little while or maybe jump over to an AEW and jump into that tag team division because you don't want to get overstocked. Then you start running into the same issues WWE was running into. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the roster right now for both Raw and SmackDown, and, like, AJ Styles, I'm just going to list the names of people who you see every week. AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt when he goes back up. Uh, I'm not going to even say Brock Lesnar, but Cesaro, uh, Revival, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Eric Young's on the roster. Uh... Usos, The Club, The Miz, Rey Mysterio, Sami Zayn, Bobby Roode, Ricochet, Seth Rollins, Zack Ryder. Everyone else can go. Yep. Everyone else can go. It's like imagine Zack Ryder and a MLW or even even an RH. Think Zack Ryder would be a top draw in ROH right now. Like, and I mean that's what I feel like. They're upset. Like. They can't say anything because they're afraid to say anything, but they understand their age and there's nothing for them. And I understand why there's nothing for them. I won't bash WWE because you have five hours of weekly program to fill, and most of that time has to be done with wrestling. That's true. And you want your wrestlers to wrestle. So well, for the older guys, I got a message for you. You know, Vince tends to cut bait with you guys very, very, very quickly. If he can't get you a job backstage doing something, he cuts bait with you because you're getting too old. Like he did it with Macho Man Randy Savage. He can do it with anybody else. And that's one of the greatest of all time. And at a, at a certain point, Macho Man still pushed out a good eight years after, like good eight, five to eight years after that. Like, you know, it's, it's crazy how you could think somebody's so young and then all of a sudden, Holy crap! They actually wasn't that. They were actually pretty old, but it was actually not bad. You know, it's it's. I'm gonna over exaggerate eight years. I would say about a good 
four or five strong years. But um, at, at certain points, you got to understand that you have options. Utilize your options. Play your cards right. Do what, D, do what Dean Ambrose did. Write out your contract, take whatever you're given, and leave. You don't have to stay here. You don't have to be committed to this. Yeah, the money is there. I get it. The work schedule, you guys complain about the work schedule all the time. Oh, man, it's a grueling schedule. Okay, you have options now. You've always had options, but the money wasn't there for those options. Maybe AEW's money situation is maybe slightly better than an ROH or a MLW or some of that, something of that nature. Or a, or a what you call it, New, New Japan. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe the money situation is different than that. So you have options, guys. You should use your options. Do it right. Don't just stay at home. I'm not telling you to do that. I would never tell somebody to do that. But ride your contract out. Like, hello, Sasha, come back to work. At this point, what are you proving? It's not proving anything. Come back Mainly to work. Hurting your brand. Yeah, come back to work. Even if you did one show a week, I don't care. Like, if you decide to stand your ground and say, listen, I'm coming back because I got to bring up the Sasha Banks brand. All right, I'm not coming back for you. I'm coming back to honor my contract, and I'm out of here. That's simple as that. That's the right, right way to do it. And we got guys just doing it backwards. What are your thoughts on Ronda Rousey supposedly showing up at Raw this week? Yeah, Monday? I saw that too. Uh, say she's pregnant. <sighs> Mission accomplished. Bang, this, bang. <laughs> is that what they're trying to say? Like, baby, baby here. Baby yeah, here. I'm pregnant. Uh, See y'all Jesus. in nine months. I'm coming back for my title or something um, along those lines. She got, I believe she's going to get interrupted by Becky. Um, oh, you know why she's going to be on Raw on Monday, right? You know, I you 100% know why. Why? 100%. AEW was on Sunday. Was on Saturday. Come watch Ronda on Monday. Oh, well, unfortunately, like I said, they get my viewership every single week. Yeah, I don't need. I don't need Ronda. I love Ronda, but I don't need Ronda. Damn, you you really feeling some kind of way about them t- this week, man? You all right? Yeah, no, I'm feeling like I'm good. You just, yo. I'm, I haven't heard you speak this down about WWE in a long time. No, nah, because listen, that you say, you, like, you say that you say that, but I. Shit talk WWE every week because it feels like every week. No, but, every week I do. And then when I say one bad thing about AEW, oh, here's a WWE fanboy. No, I'm not. I hate the WWE. <laughs> literally, no, yo, it's literally, been, it's been wide open. I think if, Cody gave you some. If I can, some if I can get, courage. if I can get my girlfriend on the phone right now, let's call. I, I, I wish I could. I'm gonna figure out how to do that. But if I can get my girlfriend on the phone right now, on Monday, last Monday, we were sitting there, we were watching Raw. I said, word for word, a half-hour segment, everything that was going to happen before it happened. I said, you know, I forgot what segment it was, but I said what, exactly what was going to happen, and it happened. I said, cue Roman Reigns. No, 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 damn it. And she looked at me and said, did you write this episode? I was like, no, it's just so obvious. Did you write this episode? Just throw me a curveball. Give me something else. Dude, I told you I stopped watching for that reason. It got... So predictable. I don't need to watch. I can YouTube it. Like, why do you guys, why do you continuously think that it's okay to recycle the same thing? It was, the reason why I stopped watching it was the biggest part was I got John Cena, Randy Orton for at least, it felt like 10 weeks in a row. Like, I don't need all that 10 weeks in a row. Okay, I'm I'm pretty sure it wasn't 10 weeks in a row, but it felt that way. (laughs) I mean. It really did. I will tell you this, though. 
the ratings of wrestling, Jeez. like just wrestling Jeez. in whole, like it's the like whole run derby in Kansas City oh, right yeah. now. Oh, he went deep again? Ah, whatever. Oh, no. I think this is back to back to back. Nah, it's okay. Yankee, 7-1, Yankees losing. Nah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, what the hell is that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you singing? <laughs> That's a terrible uh, Yes Network theme. Yeah. Um, going back to what I was saying, which I forgot, the viewership of just wrestling in whole, I feel like since so 2019 has taken a plummet. Why? Because it's so easily accessible. <laughs> I don't have to buy Double or Nothing. I can just wait for Double or Nothing to be over, go on YouTube five minutes later, and watch Moxley debut. But here's the crazy part. The viewership for wrestling, not only because of that, and the internet, of course, and spoilers and everything else, the reason the suspense of wrestling has gone down is because you have one main major product that everyone latches on to, and it really has set um, set the bar for everything else. You never had another product to go head to toe opposite or above and beyond against yes. that juggernaut. So WWE's a juggernaut. I don't the idea is not to go head to head to toe with them, but to offer something that is a little bit of an alternate. But then that's to, what they needed to do. But I feel like again, going back to AEW, I feel like they Attempted I felt like this, to, this, but this show was to get your frustrations out. Get it out right here. Oh, oh, that's why I told you I'm giving you a mulligan for this because it's I'm I'm cool with the bashing. I'm cool with the shots thrown. Get it out your system now. So when your product, when your next pay per view comes out, I don't want to see none of this garbage. Don't 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 give me that. All right, because you had your chance. You got your shots off. Do your thing. Don't let this become a reoccurring thing. Okay, unless somebody publicly comes out and says something about you directly, then you have all right to go back to the media and say something about them. I mean, but don't add it to your product. You don't need to do that. Going back to what to what Kyle Bryan said to start the entire show off, the only the, the worst thing w, what AEW could have done was take those shots at WWE because it makes me want to know what they're going to do on Monday. Now, as a, do on as a know fan that. of WWE, I'm sitting there like, I'm do something. Triple H, let Triple H, shoot, let Triple H come out and just be like, you know, how is everyone's Saturday? Or just something along those oh, lines. Snap. You know, something along those lines. Damn, you know? son, where'd you find this? But like, 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 you gotta, you gotta drop a bomb on Monday night. Have him start the show. All you need is his music to hit, and I guarantee you. Oh, oh, USA. Oh, he going to respond. We're going to have five matches tonight. Thank you. Damn, no response. Guess what? They just got your viewership for the whole time. That, yeah. that whole 10-minute segment just shot the reels to the roof. It, 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 if this doesn't spell out an opportunity to get your viewership up, it's beyond me. And like, Ronda and- Rousey's music better not hit first. Triple H's music better hit first and like, on Raw. And like uh, Tom said, yo, the, the, reason, the, the, wor- the worst thing they could have done is take shots because like we're doing in this episode enough, we're not sitting here saying, yo, AEW is a great show, but we're saying, man, those shots. And we're talking about WWE. That's your competition. Oh, it's not our competition. We're just viewers of an alternative. No, it's bullshit because that's you your competition. We know what it is. I'm trying to hide it, Cody. But Ring the- of Honor is an alternative. New- <laughs> NYWC is an alternative. New Japan's an alternative. But here's the thing. I'm okay with it. Do it now. Get it out of the way. 
let's, well, let's not sugarcoat because we could have had this really bad where he do a little one here, then the next show do a little one there, the next one, then they're going back and forth. And then it just becomes, it takes away from the product too much where now it's become the shot. Oh, let's see what they're going to throw now. It's now like, dude. Get it out of your system now. Like I said, I was happy that it was only Cody. Because look at TNA. Because yo. at that point, now it's on you, Cody. It's on you. It's not on Hangman. It's not on Kenny Omega. It's not on the Young Bucks. not on any of them. It's on you. You were the one opening your mouth. You were the one that did the whole sledgehammer to the throne thing. You were the one that did it. You. Not nobody else. Same way, flip-flop to Triple H. H, you was the one that made those comments. Well, Sean did too. But that was not directed towards Cody. That was just more directed towards Billy Gunn, in my opinion. Calling, mm-hmm. him, calling him a pissant company and then telling Billy Gunn, well, he's all in. That's two different things, in my opinion. But, okay. There's one thing for calling it a pissant company and then poking at somebody telling them that they're over there with them now. You know what I'm I mean, but he is. He, he, is. he is. He's not lying. But that's why I don't view what Sean did was – such a big deal. What H did was <laughs> you threw a you threw a shot when you didn't need to. it was unnecessary. H, I understand you're trying to be all DX mode, DX mode, but guess what? That doesn't go over well with with we seen with the whole invasion uh, the invasion 2.0 with the Yo Bucks and Cody Rose. They did this already. Like they're not afraid to go at back at you like you are some the big bad wolf. That's the that's the thing. He's showing that he's not afraid of you. But in a weird way, it does show that do you really care if – did you have to respond? In a way, to me personally, yeah, because I'm not going to let another man call what I want, what my thing is, start calling that names. That's, that's personal to me. I put my heart and soul into this. You're not going to step on what I'm doing. So I get that. But all right, like man to man, you don't do that. But as far as it's out of the system now, it's done. It's over with. Move but now it, need, it. it needs to be done. Yeah, let it be done. Shots. That shot was fired. That was the last shot. I'm telling you, that's the last one. He ain't gonna throw no more shots like that. He he had to do that for the simple fact that you kill, you basically call the man out of name. You you were, you were disrespectful. You were disrespectful. You had to pay the price for it, and they did. Did it hurt them in the long run? No, because they still got everybody's money because everybody still watched the goddamn product. What do you think about uh, the new AEW title? A little heavy. A little heavy. Um, yeah, heavy very, Bret Hart couldn't lift it up. Very New Japan Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Championship-esque. Um, okay. Looked a little looked a little different. It looked very, very heavy, I'll tell you that. But I'm cool with it. Cool with it. Uh, it looks really, really nice. Um, it's a lot going on in that title. It's just a lot. Yeah, I just feel like There's a lot of grooves and diamonds and sparkles and. It's very. It's very. It's very. Out you, there. you said it's very New Japan Pro Wrestling. Title. Yes, it, it it looks just like the I, IWGP Heavyweight Championship. It damn that looks the same. So. I'm I'm okay with it. I was fine. I'm cool with it. Just waiting to see a mid card title come out, please. I feel like they need a mid card title. They do. They, they need do. a mid card title. They have... need tag titles. They need a women's oh, title. No. They they they're gonna roll. They're gonna roll out. Keep in mind, this is only day one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Consider this day one. You know, you got time. 
by the first show, you should you should have all of this laid out. Yeah, October, you need. <laughs> Don't walk into that first show not knowing who's challenging for tag titles, who's challenging for women's. I mean, unless, um, unless your first show is kind of like a pay per view show where you're gonna have all the titles on the line, and everybody walks into Tuesday with the belt. No, I'm saying you're for your first Tuesday show. Your first yeah. network ah. show. Put all titles on the line. Gets people tuned in. Oh, yeah. Title but I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you I'll what. I'll tell you what. The fact that they debut in October, you know, Double or Nothing was awesome. It was. I woke up in the morning. I was like. Damn, was like, it was a calm. Before, <laughs> no, no, last night. Oh, no. I was like, damn, it's a calm before a storm. Like, you just felt it. The internet was buzzing about it. Yeah, man. You knew it was the calm before the storm. But if this is the storm, October. It's going to be hell on earth. Oh, my get, God. Get, get your raincoats ready, kitties, because you're in for a treat. But but here's. <laughs> but that's if Vince, decide, Vince and Fox decides to step, the, push the ladder a little bit. And I say this, I don't, Fox, you got to force his hand. You got to I don't push think him. it's going to be Vince. I'm telling you now. I don't think it's going to be Vince. But I said That's why I said Fox. No, I don't think it's going to. Fox is going to push someone's hand, but I don't think it's going to be Vince's. There's going to be trips because it's October 2019. Now, I'm not saying Trips is taking over the company. No. I'm not saying, but he's. But, but they're going to want him full control of SmackDown. Trips has been involved with SmackDown, right? He's been involved with writing a SmackDown, and it's October 2019. Two months later is 2020. XFL debut, mm-hmm. and that's where Vince's money is at right now. Tom is now. The future is, is here. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> This is more football. This is XFL. Thanks. <laughs> this is Charlotte the Fire. Like, okay. So that's where that's where his money is right now. With the XFL. Nine to five. <laughs> that is his nine to five right now. Is, nine to five. is the XFL right now. So I think Triple H is gonna be pretty much head head and shoulders with that SmackDown uh production. Tell us what you think. And I also think as good as Raw's will be in October, you know, mm-hmm. WWE will win the war if it is a war, is the war officially started. Uh, I want to call it a war. I, see, I'll get to that in a second, but I feel like Monday Night Raw will be Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Somebody wrote that. <laughs> what? No, I'm reading the comments and one of the wrestling groups that says the only way WWE can win against AEW is sign CM Punk. I mean, that's an opportunity now. Let's but see, I gained some weight back. Man. But Monday Night Raw will be Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. AEW will have it on Tuesday. The thing that's going to help WWE is you have that NXT product that'll make you always all, all forget about what happened with AEW. And then all you need to do is put a good show on Friday. You put a good show on Friday, and that's then what cap- the last thing everyone's going to remember during the week. And then carry it into Monday Night Raw. But be careful because if think about this. Well, Vince will still have the upper hand because he does pay-per-views on Sunday. Let's just the, say they the, run a pay-per-view on a Saturday. Oh, crap. That's, that's something to think about because how are you going to run these pay-per-views? Because you don't want to do your pay-per-views too early, and then you want to do them too late in the month. Are you going to do it week after a week? Or are you going to – because you got to see their pay-per-view schedule and try not to conflict because you don't want to take viewers from each other. 
And I was like, you don't want to bump heads like that. That's kind of crazy. Now, but here's why I think and it's then NXT the takeovers. Here's why I don't like, think it's going to be a war. I don't think it, I don't think a war. Is, I don't think it's going to be a war. All these comment sections it's not, it's and not be a war. oh, it's a war. Let the war begin. I'm just saying it's going to bump a lot of heads. It's going to be having a lot of confused wrestling fans. Like, damn, do I watch NXT tonight? Or well, do I watch and this is why I don't think it's going to be a war because because hear me out. You turn around, you could buy the pay per view fifty bucks, Ooh. right? You could buy you it on the network. Right, you can buy the pay per view fifty bucks, watch the pay per view, and then Sunday morning, watch what happened on NXT. That network thing is all way is. Think about it. What ten, nine years ago, eight years ago, when they launched the network, seven years ago, I don't know how long the network ago. So five years ago, that network thing. Five years later, it might be the thing that saves them. (laughs) Darn right. Remember how how much of a struggle it was when those first quarterly reports came out. Oh man, nobody's buying us. Uh, we gotta do something. Uh, yeah, and then they added more content to the network, and it exploded. Because he, look, <laughs> like, at, look at this, yo! Look how crazy this is. Fifty dollars to watch Double or Nothing. One of the one of the pay per views. They got my money. One of yeah, they got I, your money. I'm not doing the back. But <laughs> Double or Nothing came out, and it's one of the most important pay per views of wrestling history right now because it's changing the landscape of wrestling. Right, you have a new pro, new production coming out, Double or Nothing, AEW, boom. And people on comment section are bitching and moaning. Where can I get it for free? Anywhere I can look this up for free? I don't got money for this. Facts. I'm sorry, but growing up. Hotbox. Mom, can you please buy me the pay-per-view? Nah, I ain't got it like that. Like. <laughs> you better go over to your friend's house to the Hotbox and get it for free. But I'm dead no, serious. No, I mean, unfortunately, my mother. I mean, not unfortunately, but my mother did buy me the pay-per-view. I was about to say, you won't say unfortunately. No, no. No, I didn't have the Hotbox, but she did buy pay-per-views for me. She didn't buy every pay-per-view, but she was into it, too. Oh, man. She, wa- she bought the big four for me when I was younger, so I'll give her that. But with that being said, though, like, fi- Fighter Fest. Fight for the Fallen, you have one in June and one in July. People having a hard time paying 50 bucks in May. They ain't paying 50 bucks in May, paying 50 bucks in June, 50 bucks in July. Well, I will be hitting up one of these viewing parties. Uh, September is what? All out? <laughs> is September all out? Yeah. So there's another 50 bucks. Um, I'm trying to go up to these viewing parties. Like, hit up every viewing party you can, folks. But like that that's what's good. So now you look at the network, $9.99. And if they nah, and nah, if nah, they nah. fight on the same day, if I'm Triple H, I'm pissed. NXT on Saturday. You better put a good show on AEW. Because listen, NXT will be on Saturday. It's it's never gonna move. I think that's the right way to go. Because first of all, Vince don't like the fact that NXT always shows him up. But now it really puts Cody and all Elite Wrestling in a compromising position. Where are you going to release your pay-per-views, what time of the month, and make sure it's not in conflict with any of the big four pay-per-views because you know NXT's takeovers are going to follow. You can't have it WrestleMania weekend. What's going to happen WrestleMania weekend? Like, what's going to happen SummerSlam weekend? Because you know he's going to try to poach some of those viewers from that, so you know he's going to throw a show out there. Maybe he, if he's smart, I would do my show maybe the week before, or maybe a week after, but don't do it the same weekend. Nah, I say WrestleMania, SummerSlam, you don't do a show. Uh-huh. Let WWE have that. But like, I'd rather. But at some point, but you could do it in the beginning of the month or the end of the month. You know what show is going to be fire this year? Survivor Series. 
It's a lot. It's in November, right after the October. Oh, that's going to be, be Raw versus SmackDown. That's going to be a fire scene. And, but the way fire SmackDown paper. is shaping up and the way, like I said, the way I've been reading that Fox wants it, Fox wants it to be on edge. Like, Get rid of the brand tear, split. Tear the house down. We say this every time. Get rid of the brand split and let them just go on bold shows. That's the way you could show off all your talent but on bold shows. But it scares me because Fox has a tendency of canceling people very fast. Like, there's a lot of great shows I was watching on Fox, and it gave one season. Deuces. Not going to happen. So, WWE has a year. I, USA will take him back. Of course they would, because he, he has a relationship with NBC. But it's... What you talk about, three... What they know? You can't even get rid of them in a year. You're like, you have them locked into a contract with, like, $2.1 billion. You can't even chuck, the, clip them the way you want to. But what you can do is cut the strings. The one thing, the one thing that I will say before we wrap the show... Is before Double or Nothing happened, I was upstairs. I went downstairs. I went around the corner and the TV was on. And it, I don't know, it must have been left on the pay-per-view channel by accident or whatever. And they had a commercial for Double or Nothing. And they were talking about Kenny Omega and Jericho. And JR did the promo for the, for the match. And just I stopped and I watched it and I was like, damn, this ain't a 90s feel. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just JR talking about a pay-per-view, and I was like, all right, cool. Like, and that's when I really felt like, all right, this is actually, like, another wrestling promotion. Like, it's not a, it's not a joke anymore, you know? But it comes to see, like, how far AEW will go. You know, there'll be much more to talk about with AEW as they do set up their card for Firefest, Fighter Fest, excuse me, and Fight for the Fallen. Those two pay-per-views are coming up um, in the next month or two. So with that being said, you know, there's a lot going on with AEW and we will we will break it down as more happens. As we do know, it's Cody and Dustin versus the Young Bucks. That's an exciting match to see. Is that maybe Dustin's last match? You know, it seemed like it seemed like he was going to retire at the end of uh, AEW last night, the double or nothing. But maybe maybe Cody talked him in to one more match off script. I don't know. We'll see that match at uh Fighter Fest, and we will see uh, Fight for the Fallen with should be Moxley versus Omega, which should steal the show as well. So a lot of good things going on with AEW. Very simply, I knew those, I knew those tweets. Not to cut you off, I knew yeah, those tweets that a lot of the WWE superstars was sending out was going to get them in a lot of trouble. Um, a couple of reports just dropped saying that Vince is not too happy um, about them tweeting about Double or Nothing, um, as if as wrestling fans, and they're not. There, he. That, why you, my thing is, if you and we know this is all. This is why, what you say, like I'm not taking it seriously. There, nobody. That's when we know it's bullcrap. Because if why do you care so much? Why, why do you care that they're looking at this and watching this? Why do you care? Like if it's nothing to you, then why do you give it them? So, nah, you're right. You're right. And that's but it is something to him. It, it, it does mean something to him. Because it's like your guys is watching like, damn, that's what we could have. But we're not getting that. Like, it, it, But I'm pretty sure these guys are not looking at it like that. Some of these guys are friends. of Those are their friends. Like, yeah. I just want to go support my friend. Like, is that something wrong? I just want to watch their product for a little while. It's like, I have friends wrestling on the card. Like, I want to watch it. Like, New Day, best friends with the Young like, Bucks. Like, so, it, it's not, he said Sasha Banks, Peyton Royce, he Slater tweeted about it. Of course, the New Day tweeted about it. I was like, really? I don't even know all those people tweeted about it until I started looking at Twitter. I was like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Renee Young put up something with, with, with she didn't well, say because it's her husband. Like, but they had oh, she was trending number two worldwide this morning. Who Renee Young? Yeah, there was like she walking to the Monday meetings. But the, again, the looks we oh, we man. constantly say you know there's good heat, there's bad heat, but the worst thing is no heat. What's number? What's trending number two worldwide on Twitter? Renee Young. Young. Who's Renee Young work for? WWE. And that's this is why. But trending number one. AEW double nothing. That's yep. cool. And but you know what else? But it's crazy because trending worldwide on Twitter, every pay per view is hashtag balls of fire. Like but this is what, and I understand what you're saying. I get what Tom was saying before. Is you want to detach yourself away from them and trend worldwide on your own. You're not rounds. WWE. That, that's what I'm saying. You don't want to be that. That's you what don't want to be compared to WWE. Like we're don't. not even on the same atmosphere. That's what you want to be able to say. So, right now, they are going to get a lot of comparisons because, because you are poaching some of their guys. Hang on. You ready, ready for this? Uh, you saw Supercard of Honor, mm-hmm. right? When you left that show, did anyone talk about WWE when you left that show? Yeah. Re- really? When people, I left that show? People, but it was yeah, WrestleMania but weekend. Yeah, they were talking about the whole Bret Hart situation. Oh, yeah. All right, true, true. All right, all right, all right, true. I mean, that's just, all right, bad, bad example. But I'm saying if you go to a Ring of Honor show and you're there to watch the show, you're not leaving saying like, oh, my God, WWE, shot to WWE. You're not saying WWE. Yep. You're talking about the product you just watched. But yet this whole show, we talked about AEW and right afterwards, WWE. And Trending number one like on that. Twitter? It's going to be like that for a long time. You know, I'm just saying, if you come out and say you're not a competition with them, but you got to get yourself away from them then. Very, very simple. Yep, and that's – it's going to take a while for them to do that. It's not going to be overnight. So the way – because you're now – because to be honest with you, every superstar that leaves WWE will look at them as an option to go to. So you have to – you are going to get compared to them whether you like it or not. And you are going to have the scrutiny on you, like, oh, yo, bro, they're just like WWE. They're just taking their guys. Well, yeah, for now, right now, they are. They are going to take some of their talent because some of their talent feel like they're being misused. So you are going to get that comparison once in a while. So be it. I'll take it on the chin for a year. But you got to understand, if you're going to separate yourself, do something different. Do something different that separates you from the rest. You're right. You're 100% like right. When I heard that, it takes that they changed the count from five count to a 10 count for you to get out of the ring as a tag team partner. Like usually, like you do perform a tag team yeah. move, they do a five count. In AEW, it's a 10 count. So you have time to actually perform a full move and actually get some love outside the ring. Yeah. Like, and like, like Chris said, that, but those little things are pretty cool. Like, tweak those little things. That stuff is cool. Do yeah. that. Like, like, like Chris said before, before he left, like the tag team matches had action all around. It wasn't just, you know, the action, the moment where I was holding off my seat wasn't the hot tag. It was the action outside the ring from the two opponents who weren't inside the ring. Exactly. You know, so there's some stuff going on. Like, as we said, AEW is changing the way you look at wrestling, you know, and it's a good thing to be a wrestling fan right now as AEW is another product, another alternative. I just hope, and the one thing I'll say about it is I hope they view themselves as an alternative and not competition with yeah, WWE. Don't, don't, don't go totally. It's many too early. Have, many have tried. It's too early for all that. Many have tried to go in competition and with WWE. You're not, you're not there yet. You, you can't do all that just right now. Many have tried and all failed. That's how it goes. But we will wish AEW luck 
And if it's a good product, as a wrestling fan, I'm happy with it. That's going to do it for today's show of Behind the Barricade. Oh. Four o'clock on the dot. I like our new exit song, by the way. This made, this I enjoyed listening to this last night when he came out, you know? Did you? I enjoyed it. And the whole, the whole crowd seemed to know every lyric. So, pretty good. That's going to do it for us today at Behind the Barricade. For Anthony Carragher, for Rodney Harris, I want to thank Chris for showing up today and talk a little bit AEW. Kaylin, I know she couldn't be here today. She's at a baby shower, uh, but she's also super excited about Dean Ambrose. So, good for her and good for Dean Ambrose, or I should say John Moxley now. Mm-hmm. But that's going to do it us today for Behind the Barricade. For Anthony Carragher, Rodney Harris, and Chris Carlos. Take it easy. We'll yeah. see you next week, Sunday at 2 o'clock here on the